Hey everybody, we had a little bit of recording error and did not record about the first uh, half of the show through the first issue. So the audio there is what we were able to pull out of the stream and it's a little rough. The good audio jumps in about 58 minutes and 40 seconds. So if you can't stand that, jump to that time code or skip the whole episode. Sorry about it. Stuff like this happens. We're a little bit off of uh, our normal recording schedule. So hopefully you enjoy the rest of the episode. Here it is. This week's episode of Here's I Don't Get is brought to you in part by Pride Month. Pride Month, it's a month to uh, shove all your stupid gay bullshit in everyone's face constantly and let them know that uh, you're somehow special because of the way you like your genitals to be called or touched or whatever. Um, rather than just shutting the fuck up, you have to go around and make all the companies do special things for you and uh, everyone has to kowtow to your bullshit. And that'll be fine, except you don't do it just the one month, you do it all the other months too. So why don't you just fuck right off and leave everyone the hell alone? Just leave everyone the hell alone. I don't care about you, I don't care about your genitals. Get out of my fucking face. Welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only formerly interstate podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I'm your host, Tim the Hannabreaker, and with me, as always, my good buddy, Tad Burt. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. It's Pride Month, so Tim and I are proudly displaying our pride flag. Exactly. Tim, you want to tell everybody about your pride flag? Yeah, uh, I'm... Um, I- I'm the P in uh, LGBTQIA plus. Oh, buddy, it's uh, it's it's S. It's well, so they added S to it. So it's well, S it's a, that's for the plus, right? Yeah. No, 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 no. The S is its own thing. Okay, but then also we had sorry to offend. Uh, yeah, we, <laughs> we also women added themselves onto it. So now it's W S L G B T Q A. There's another P though too. Oh, no, I guess it's a, M. M is now there for minor attracted persons. Oh, you're a P. I'm a so P. It's W S L G B T Q A M P. Here's my flag for the for the video feed. That's my flag. P stands for poor. The flag says I'm not gay, but twenty dollars is twenty dollars. And uh, my flag is is of course the Klingon flag. This was this was uh, actually a joke that Tim said at one point. What, uh, I was talking about my sister with her her bisexual. Oh yeah, flag yeah. Flag. yeah. <laughs> Tim was like, "My flag is like a red flag with a circle in it, and then like a black thing." And I'm like, "Are you talking about a Nazi flag?" <laughs> no, I'm talking about a Klingon flag. And I go, "Oh, that's pretty good." So yeah. I have the Klingon flag. I'd like to remind everybody that uh, the Duras is without honor. Yes, and that uh, we sh- we should all hold we should all hold Kales into very high regard. Yes, yes. Uh, do not be like Molor. Uh-huh. Be like Kales. Find yourself instead of a core. Don't be a filthy patak that ends up in Grether. Yes. <laughs> uh, what? I'm going out. All right. Middle of fucking recording. <laughs> uh, boy, we had a lot going on this week. We're not recording on a usual day. No, we're recording on two days later. So that yeah. that also explains why it feels like a lot went on this week. But uh-huh. also a lot went on this week because we went to a place called Black Friday Deals. 
uh, with trucking and tucking on Friday. Yeah, that was uh, it was weird. It was. It was a place that sold Amazon returns. Yeah, they buy pallets and pallets of Amazon returns and then dump them on the tables and then let a bunch of nasty squealing nasty, pigs nasty, in. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was it was bizarre. I did find some interesting stuff though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, found something for my sister. I found. Um, I found a computer stand that immediately broke. Uh-huh. Seven dollars. So their, their pricing structure is the weirdest part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fridays everything's seven dollars. Yep. No matter the size. Saturday everything's six, so on and so forth until you get to Thursday where everything's what fifty, 50 cents. cents. Yeah. And then Friday a new batch of Amazon returns comes yep. in and it's back to seven dollars. I don't know how long they're going to be doing it or what. But weird. It was weird, and yeah. so going through, like we found some really weird shit. I yep. found all four Avengers movies on 4K Blu-ray disc, seven dollars. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, I don't have any of them on 4K mm-hmm. yet. No, might as well buy that. Uh, I got a, I got this like really nice cutting board that I'm not going to use as a cutting board at our, but it, instead a serving tray from for the bar. I think that'll be nice. Yeah. I got this nice work light that I've already put to use in the garage for working on the other big purchase that I made this week. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's uh you can tell that I've I've hit my 30s because my hair hair is starting to go gray <laughs> and I bought a motorcycle. <laughs> uh it's like yeah, I bought a I bought a sports car convertible two years yep. ago and now, you know, right on the on the cusp when I could really see it bearing barreling yep. down on me. And then right afterwards I'm like, fuck it, I'm buying a motorcycle. <laughs> Town of fun. Uh, but I'll be talking more about that later. Yeah. Yeah. This Black Friday's place. It was, uh, it was odd to say the least. It's real weird. You're, you're in there and you're being herded like pigs at some point. Yeah. At one point they're like, it's really degrading. We've had so many great sales. We're going to bring out more shit. And they just kind of block off an area and they wheel out some shit and they put like all this expensive, nice looking stuff on top. Yep. This was this was the one per table, one per table, and then they're all standing there with their camera phones, like recording over the whole crowd. Yeah, people swarm in and try and get these couple of nice things that they're selling for seven dollars. Yep, and then they post that on Facebook and get more people to come. Because that's because Truck and Tech was like, oh, one woman found an Apple Watch, a four hundred dollar Apple Watch in here. Yeah, that that was staged. What they what they show like oh it was just her picture her with his Apple Watch and her receipt for seven dollars yeah, like, yeah that was fake yeah maybe maybe she found that but if she did they put it in there as a scam yeah I remember they're, they're like don't open the boxes don't open the boxes and then they're, so but they'll open the box for you so you can look uh-huh. and inspect something so they pull a guy pulls out a head unit and it was a nicer head unit where the screen uh, ejects and folds up yeah yeah, yeah. It should be perfect for my car. Because then I could put a CB radio and that in. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, and the guy like the guy is then pressure selling yes. people on buying this yep. seven dollar thing that they don't want. He's like, "Well, you can sell it on probably sell it on Facebook Marketplace for fifty bucks. Like, hey, that's a profit. Seven dollars, you can't beat it." And just berated these people into buying a thing. Yeah. And I was glad. So we we all just like piled two carts full of shit. Yeah. Uh, Trucking and tucking blew past me and you combined. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I was, I was what t- twice you. Yeah. Uh, but he was buying a lot of stuff for, um, for his house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, whereas we were buying tchotchkes we don't need. <laughs> yeah, and and just like little things that seemed interesting and yeah, neat, yeah. like a computer stand. But I also bought a new cooling fan. I have a cooling fan on this computer for recording, but I have it attached to this computer stand. And I was like, I really want another cooling stand. Actually, the one I bought actually fits my computer, unlike this one <laughs> yeah. I bought several years ago. So I don't know. I might have to swap them. 
there were a couple things in there that were useful to me, like a coffee grinder. I used that, you know, right away. Mm -hmm. uh, the laptop fan. I used the laptop stand for one night, and then it broke. Uh, the little light I bought. But any, in, in any case, um, we had all this shit piled in the cart. Yeah. And then we, like, pulled over into a corner and put some carts, empty carts around, and then just sorted our stuff out. Yep. Because everything was intermingled, like, who needs what? And so we sorted everything out and only got what we actually wanted or needed. And I think we all of us put back at least, like, three or four things. Oh, yeah, at least, yeah. And, and because you look at it and you go, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't really, I don't really need this. this, especially for on the seven dollar day. If it was the fifty cent day, you'd be like, fuck it, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. But the seven dollar day, yeah, it was, yeah. it was really. There were there were some, several things in my. I found heart. a CD. I found an Opeth CD. I saw like I saw the the, the very bottom corner of it at the corner of my eye. It's like I know immediately what that is. I love that album, but it's a CD. It's yeah. a physical CD. What am I gonna do with it? <laughs> you can throw it into traffic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that man, that place was it was so bizarre. It's I, weird. I, I, I almost want to go back, but at the same time, because that was the thing. Walking in, I felt dirty. But once you're in there, you're just like, well, we're all dirty now. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. You, and then you just have to walk. You're away. rummaging through boxes, and yeah, that was the best part. So I have, I've had a zero water uh, filter dispenser mm -hmm. for quite a while. I like it a lot, but the filters are very expensive, and I haven't been using it because we have uh, water in the fridge yeah. door, which is filtered. So, you know, that works for me. But I found. I ended up finding nine filters that were just loosely piled around this one. Table, uh -huh. And I just gathered them all up and put them in, my, in the cart and then walked around a bunch until I found an open box Yep. and dumped that box out and put all the filters in the box. And then when we go to check out the Legos, that box, seven bucks. Like I got to pile a bunch of, cause there were little small electronics and things. Yep. Tim got a keyboard. Tim got a $45 keyboard for $7. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some guitar pedals. I got, yeah, yeah I got, a, I got a, a guitar pedal and a bass pedal. That bass pedal is dope. It's um, overdrive. Well, it's it's a drive, but it's not. It's a it's a mixable drive, so you can you can it's it's got a wet dry knob on it. Ah, and it's also a DI. Oh, that's perfect <laughs> for recording. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it was it was really weird. I got um some LED light bulbs. Yeah, because I don't have any of those, and occasionally I'm like, man, if I could, I'd love to be able to dim these lights mm -hmm. or change the color temperature. And so I got those, and uh, um, the next day I went to go change them out from my in my my ceiling light fixture, and um, they immediately broke it's, out. No, it's so it's that light fixture is has been in there since mm -hmm. the house was oh, built. Uses the candelabra bulbs. No, 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 no it, it was fine. It, it, everything okay. was everything was kosher, but it's old. Yeah, and so I unscrew one of the old bulbs, put it down. And they go to the unscrew the other old bulb, and it's already um, the internal socket yeah. um, of the fixture off its rivet. Is, is already slightly like out a little bit. And so as when I go to uh, take the light bulb out, the inside socket spins with it and breaks and comes loose. And uh, and I cut my thumb on it. But I was trying to put it back, and I was like, "No, this is not gonna. This is not gonna work." I now have. So when it broke, it also broke the other side. Somehow, yeah. So now I have now I have no light fixture, and I was like, "Great." Well, I go to Amazon, like ceiling light fixture, you know, twin bulb. Oh, it's right there. It's nine bucks. Order it. It it comes. It's not the plate. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just the 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 drop down bit. Yeah. And I go to replace it. Try go go turn the power off. Go to replace it, and uh, 
it's not the right thing. Uh, I take the plate off, and the plate insertion is not uh, threaded. It's not. It's not a thread. It's like a cross with a like a brad that you pinch and put in there. I go fuck. <laughs> so I just I just have to go get a new light fixture. Yeah, an entire thing. Just go get a ceiling fan. Yeah. Yeah, but then I had to install a ceiling fan. Oh, they make it so easy these days. Do they? Yeah, they they make it to. Also, where... I don't know if that I don't know if that is already has the. I don't know if that it has a junction box. I don't it. think it has a junction box. Well, there's there's got to be studs or something. In any case, they make it really easy now. You you put the main bracket up, and then the motor. You just there's usually a hook of mm -hmm. some kind, or it it clips in. And you just hook it up there and while you do the wiring. Once the wiring is all done, you shift it into its final position, screw in the screws, put huh. the shroud over it, and put the fan blades on, and you're done. I did I did uh, three fans at that house over in West Tulsa. Yeah. And, yeah, it was shockingly easy. Really? Yeah. Huh. The, more, the, the cheap ones... I actually the, might have a spare fan. The cheap ones were not were harder of course the, the expensive one was real nice like you put up this big bracket and the fan had a little ball joint on it and it just slipped into that ball joint to huh. do all the wiring then that was the end of it like that's where it lived uh whereas the cheaper ones they hooked on one side and then you kind of swung them up into place and screwed the one side in and then you screwed the hook side in too that would actually be for the best because my room gets uh my room has terrible air ceiling fans the best and anyway it was uh, it was interesting I, I don't I don't know if I'll go again. Maybe maybe not. I'd be interested. I'd be interested. I'd be interested in going at least one more time just to see like what kind of stuff. Because that was the thing. Yeah. Like, the box I put all the the water filter pictures in. It had this woman's name, address, phone number, yes. and order info. So because like, it was very it was very clearly Amazon an Amazon return. return. Yeah. Messed up. It's messed up, man. Yeah. There was there were a lot. I found the, I found three separate teapots. That I thought, oh wow, this is nice. yeah. There was a lot of a lot of stuff where clearly they bought um, was like you know a bunch of stuff that was returns, but then a bunch that was just like overstock. Yeah, of one item. Yeah, and they, they split it between a bunch of stuff. stuff like that. They threw out paper towels at one. Oh point, yeah, that's right. That's right. Filler. It was weird. But no, uh, I found all these teapots that were Amazon returns, mm -hmm. and every single one of them I opened up the box broken. Broken. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got a salt and pepper grinder set. Well, it's, it's, it's a it's a salt grinder, pepper grinder, and then a little salt shaker and a little pepper shaker set. Um, I opened it up, and uh, when I got home, and there was no salt shake. One of the shakers was missing. Mm -hmm. The other one had stuff in it. Some sort of like barbecue chili spice mix thing. Oh, <laughs> and I was like. If it had come in like a packet with the thing, I'm like, oh, that's sure, whatever. But having it like in there and look like it had already been used, I was like, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no. <laughs> you found very clearly, I remember you opened something. I don't recall what it was, but it was very clearly like someone had put their old thing in the Amazon oh, yeah. box and sent it back. They were, it was a box of fuel injectors. Yeah. Used fuel injectors. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, these are very clearly used fuel injectors. Yeah. But they don't give a shit. No, I guess not. I'm going to, I'm going to start doing that. I've, I ordered a bunch of stuff off Amazon that I want. Mm -hmm. And then, so when it gets here, I'm just going to immediately return it and then swing over there and see if I can catch it on yeah. the way back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Buy it for $7. Well, uh, let me get into my first issue this week. Here's what I don't get. 
the, the Department of Public Safety. So in Oklahoma, we don't have the DMV. We had we had the, a beautiful system, Tim. Yeah. We had the Department of Public Safety, and that's where you went to take your driver's test, to take, uh, if, like, you had to get your license reinstated for DUI or something. Um the the high level yeah, stuff, yeah. The, like you maybe you have to do some computer work or fill out a bunch of paperwork if you just wanted the simple stuff like registering your tag getting your id renewed id renewed or yeah. replaced you could go to what we call tag agencies uh-huh. a tag agency uh, registering your car that's also where you register yeah. your car Tag agencies were independently franchised, and they get like a small cut of the money, yep. and they just handle all the processing for you. And what it does is it eases the backlog off mm-hmm. of. So every time I talk to somebody, and they would be like, oh, I got to go take off work to go get my driver's license renewed because I have to go to a DMV, and there's only yeah. like five, of us, five of them in the city, and I have to go you know, d- deal with all this bullshit once every year. Because taxation is theft. Let's mm-hmm. not forget this. At any point during this issue here, right? My my tax dollars are being stolen from me at the gas pump, on car registration fees, on new document fees, yep. on a 4% surcharge on credit and debit card usage. All that shit is being stolen from me yep. to pay for this system where things don't work. Yep. So we, uh, here in Oklahoma, when I my ID need to be renewed, I just go in. You, you hand them the old ID. Yep. If it's within a year of expiration, even if it's past due, yeah. within one year, they just pop that shit in there. What's your number? 167-867-5309. Cool. Here you go, Mr. Handlebreaker. Yep. New ID. Sit down and take a photo. Click. They print it out. You get a plastic ID card in your hand at that minute. Yeah. You walk out of the fucking it's, tag agency. What, 10 bucks? Uh, no. They're $40 now. Now, yeah. <laughs> uh, Forty bucks, you walk out, and you're good for another four years. You don't have to come back here. Yep, perfect, perfect. Well, you do. You have to go back there to register your car the next year. Uh, and you know, God, you, there's no, you can't change either one of those dates, right? You, you can't. I can't say, okay, I want to renew my license in July first because that's when my car registrations due. Yeah, and then everything will. Ju- I, I'll just go into the tag agency and get my license renewed every four years, and then every year I'll get my car tag mm-hmm. tag done. Oh, at the same time. At the same time. No, so, it's no, no, no. They have to be way off, and you can't do them within thirty days of expiration. So yep. my my driver's license is due at the end of November, so I can do it anytime in November or December. But my car tag is not due until January, and now my motorcycle tag isn't due until February. So it's going to be three months of going to fucking tag agencies for the rest of my life. Anyway, it was was a perfect system, and other states didn't have it. But James Stenbrenner, a Republican House representative from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, who served in the House of Representatives for 21 terms, Tim. 21 terms. That's longer than I've been alive. Yeah, it's a lot and of He terms. retired in 2020. I, no, 2018, I think, was his last year. So at that point, he had been there in there very only less, slightly less than twice my lifetime. In the fuck, and one of his last, one of his last shining graces. Fuck this guy to death. I would like to stuff his kids up his asshole, <laughs> and then stuff him in his wife's asshole. The last thing that he did 
Was he tacked onto a, a spending bill? Because that's where you get everything through Congress. He tacked onto a spending bill, this new fucking Real ID Act, where we are simultaneously telling everybody they have to have Real IDs to fly, uh, go into milita- into government or military <laughs> areas. Just in general, you need this Real ID. What's different than the this ID that's in here, right here in my wallet, that is physical and real and I can hold it which may I don't even know if this is illegal at this moment because I got a new ID with my new motorcycle endorsement right and they didn't hand me one they printed out a picture of one on a piece of fucking printer paper and handed it to me and you know how much that sent me back Tim a bunch $35 for a piece of paper I could pay for seven months of a twitch streamers shaking her ass yeah do you see what you're stealing from me or like one and a half like tier three subs yeah, or yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I don't I'm not I'm not positive that I I can still drive with this license in my pocket. Who knows? Who knows? I I'll find out in two weeks when a new license gets here. <laughs> oh, and by the way, the new one that arrives, it still expires in November of twenty twenty two. So they introduced this fucking real ID act and we're talking about how it's it's racist to want minorities to have licenses to vote because uh-huh. black people mexican people they're too fucking stupid to know how to get to the tag agency <laughs> and get their fucking picture taken yeah. never mind that you can't buy beer go see an r-rated movie fly on a plane or get any kind of bank account of any sort without an id yeah this is the problem in in life is that they can't get voter suppression so it's voter suppression to require them to have an ID, but it's not voter repression, suppression to make the ID process a fucking nightmare, <laughs> a fucking nightmare. And I realize people are like, why is he talking about DPS? And now he's all about real IDs, but it all ties together. I'm trying to William Shatner you here. <laughs> the, the real ID, in order to get one of these fucking real IDs, you need your birth certificate, uh-huh. your social security card, two different things to prove that you live where you live uh you'd be a utility statement some other form of certified mail that comes from the state to uh-huh. show that you live where you live a primary id id picture id be that a passport a, dr- a non-real id compliant driver's license that's the other thing is this a driver's license do i am i going to be paying 40 dollars for this driver's license and 45 dollars for one of these fucking real ids i th- think it's just one or the other. I think it's one or the other. But I'm not positive on this shit because yeah. their shit is so fucking convoluted. So you need all that documentation, your current driver's license or passport. And if you are a foreigner, you have to bring in your papers of immigration. Yeah. If you are married, you have to bring in your marriage license. Tim, how long have your parents been married? 30, 30 plus years. 30 plus years, yeah. yeah. Your parents, your mom, to get one of these IDs is going to have to go dig up their marriage yeah. that they got sometime in the 80s yep <laughs> for, for no reason which which they they did need it right you know 30 years ago 30 years ago when they yeah. were when they were getting how uh-huh. things and things were still in flux and yeah. taxes but they've just been 
Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> Handlebreaker Sr. for 30 years. No one's ever questioned it. Your mom's fucking ID says Mrs. Handlebreaker Tom. That's what it says on her fucking ID. It doesn't say Mrs. Handlebreaker, formerly known as Mrs. Uh, Tchotchke Replacer sometimes. <laughs> like, that's not what it, that's not what's on any of this. So they gotta go fucking 30 years. They gotta go dig yeah. this shit up. Yeah. What if you're married? What if you were married and then got divorced? You still have to go, what is what then? <laughs> There's so much shit to get one of these fucking IDs. Ah, that's not voter suppression at all. But the worst part of this, Tim, the absolute worst part of this is so I get my my I pass my test, I get my endorsement, I have to go get a new physical fucking ID. And they're like, Do you want to do it here? And I said, sure. And like, we don't take cash. They only take credit cards and credit card and debit card usage at the Department of Public Safety has a 4% convenience fee surcharge. Well, it's not really, it's a convenience fee, right? Uh -huh. It's cash or card. It's not convenience anymore. That's just you stealing another fucking 4% out of the fucking $35 in stolen money I've already had to pay today. For a, to get a replacement driver's license that I don't need a fucking just fucking sharpie an M on this fucking ID. Which really is four percent is higher than like the usual. Business. Yeah, it's way fucking higher <laughs> because you you know why? Because it's government. Because it's government. They don't fucking negotiate with anything. No. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like, no, I'll just go to tag agency and pay with cash. I specifically had fifty dollars in cash in my pocket so that I could pay for a new fucking ID and get one put in my hands that I could put in my wallet. So I have to carry around eight and a half by eleven sheet of paper in my pocket. <laughs> go, yeah, this is me. Yeah, it looks just like that one. I don't know why. I don't know why I had to wait on this. Uh, so I go to a tag agency. I go to two tag agencies. First tag agency. Oh, we're booked up all day. What the fuck do you mean you're booked up all day? How can you be booked up all day? Yeah. You're, it's an ID. Like, what do you need? Everything's <laughs> short of a semen sample, apparently. <laughs> uh, so then I'm like, well, maybe it's just this one. Because this one, I went the first one, first one I went to, it's small. There, sure. There are, tiny do vary in uh, size and quality. And they're like, well, you can make, if you don't have an appointment, but appointments are booked out for several weeks. Like, appointments are booked out for what? They pushed back the compliance date to May of 2023. Yeah. <laughs> for a long time. And the whole fucking thing's stupid. I'm, oh, the whole fucking thing's stupid. I want to find Jim Stenenbrenner and just, like, fucking bash his head in with a, a mallet. I want to, I want to take all the real ID, uh, memorabilia that's at the Department of Public Safety because mm -hmm. they also want you to do this mobile ID thing where you put your driver's license on your phone and you know what the last thing I'm ever going to do in my life is that willingly hand my phone to a cop under any circumstances yeah. you want my fucking phone good luck I hope you've I hope you've really frisked me before you start <laughs> trying to take my, my phone because uh, as soon as the phone's in their hand Whatever information they get off of it will be used to prosecute. Will be used. That's why I don't put my insurance documents on my phone, and that's certainly why I'll never have this fucking mobile ID phone. That's why I'll never put any kind of vaccine passport on my phone. Yeah. So when you when you're being put, you're pulled over by a cop, and I'm I'm cleaning out my garage, and I'm texting you, "Hey, Tab, do you do you still want this pot?" Yeah. He's like, "Oh." Marijuana usage. You're going to jail, buddy. Yeah. But Tim was talking about this nice walk. Yeah. <laughs> I my eye on. Uh, 
Or, you know, just anything. Oh, I see that there were some text messages sent from your phone two minutes ago. That's uh, texting and driving. Here's yeah. another citation. No. And and they've they've there's been a lot of court cases about the phone thing. If your phone has a thumbprint lock, that you can be compelled to use your yes. fingerprint to unlock your phone. What you cannot be compelled to do is use your password, password because yeah. password is information and you cannot be compelled to provide information but you can be compelled to it's like the fucking breath alkalizer things it's implied consent mm -hmm. by having a driver's license you you it's implied you consent to be yeah. searched yeah. like no no i want to not do that is there an option to not do that well yeah if you decide not to do that you just immediately go to jail yes like oh so it's, <laughs> it's uh, sophie's choice there you fucking fascist prick pieces of shit so all this fucking real ID shit is going on. People are going to the DPS to get their real IDs because only some of the tag agencies can do the real ID things. Yeah. Apparently they tied the old-fashioned, regular state-issued driver's license system into the real ID system. So even though I, I just need a regular ID, I have to wait in line with all these retards and then go in and give them all this information just to get a regular fucking ID. Like, what the hell? What the hell is this nightmare world? You've ruined it. You have fucking ruined it. But the thing that pisses me off the most, so I, had, I, I failed the test on the first try and I'm really pissed off about that because I was reading the fucking manuals and I get to the section about alcohol and Tim, what's the rule for, for drinking and driving? Don't. Don't! There's been <laughs> fucking propaganda my whole life, yep. big fucking billboards, flashing signs on the highway. They like erect little mini signs on the side of the highway just for laughs that say, don't drink and drive. N-D-U-I. D-W-I. Buzz driving is drunk driving. driving yep. All this fucking stupid shit on the about what you're supposed to not drink and drive. So when I get to the alcohol section, I've been drinking for quite a while now. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I know not to drink and drive. I don't need to read any of this shit. So then I get to the testing thing. And so the first time I took the test, they, I think there's a bank of like 100 They're, questions yeah. or something. And then they 150 pick, questions. They pick 30 or They whatever. give you 20. Yeah. If you get 15 right, you pass. And, and that's yeah. it. If yeah. you get five wrong, you can still pass. And if you get six wrong, they just end the test early. I got... Four of, I, I got four alcohol-related questions. It was like it. I, I felt like I was being prosecuted. Yeah. Prosecuted. Yeah. It. The first one I got was if you drink four standard drinks, which I don't know what that means. A standard drink to me is uh is about this much whiskey in the bottom, <laughs> about two and a half inches. You know. Yeah. Uh, Wait, that's a great. I mean, is it a glass of wine? Well, that's the thing with the, the when I so when I went back and read all the alcohol sections, it's like uh, an ounce and a half of hard liquor, five ounces of wine, and a twelve ounce beer all have X amount of ethanol in them, and this is considered uh, a drink. <laughs> but but uh, it can vary based on the deal. And it's like so your fucking stupid thing is also stupid. Yeah. So I got one that was about that right. It was, if you drink four drinks and then wait two hours, how many drinks are still in your system? And according to the thing, you metabolize alcohol at one drink per hour. One drink per so hour. After two hours, you have two drinks left in you. Yeah. Right? So I got that one wrong because I thought it was you still have the four drinks. Like, you're, you're drunk. Yeah. You, you can't <laughs> drink four drinks and then wait two hours. No. Two drinks. I'm like, oh, that's right. They want the, the one hour thing. Right? So then, you know, a couple more questions about actual motorcycle driving and how you know yeah. to be a safe driver then i get to the next one and the next one was um if you have two drinks okay. and you wait two hours 
is it safe to drive? And according to the te- the question that I just answered, the answer is yes. Yes. Because your body metabolizes drinks at a rate of one per hour. One per hour. So two hours, two drinks. You're fine. You're good. No, you could still be under the effects of alcohol and not know it. So which <laughs> fucking is it? He just has one question that contradicts directly contradicts the other question. Uh, so th- and then th- what was there was another one. There was another alcohol related question uh, that I don't remember. And then the other two that I got wrong were about um, it was so the question was it shows you a picture of a car yeah it's an empty it's an empty rural highway road and yeah. the car is turning left into your lane and it's what do you do a swerve b slow down c maintain your course and speed d none of these are all of these or something yeah and so I picked swerve because in my mind looking at this picture I'm on a bike car starts to make a turn i can see a mile down this road uh-huh. this is a picture mind you that is two inches big yeah i can see in the picture a mile down this road there are no cars coming it's and it's it's a perfect road because the road is very level and then it curves up a hill so it's not like there's a dip where a car could come out uh-huh. the car would have to come out of the top of the hill. full visibility full visibility so i'm in my mind that guy starts to come i'm going to do the thing that keeps me safe and on the bike which is swerve into the oncoming traffic lanes where there is no oncoming, traffic, no in oncoming the traffic in the picture and then hit the brakes and then once I'm past that guy, come back into my lane, accelerate back up to the speed I was going, continue on a safe journey, right? No, they want you to slow down. <laughs> it's like, why would I slow if I slow down? If I slow down and he slows down, I T-bone him and go flying over his fucking head and, and, I'm, and I'm dead. Yep. Uh, so then the next question was also about, like, what do you do if someone pulls out in front of you? So I pick slow down since apparently that's what they want. It was another question along those lines of someone turns in front of you or whatever. And the options were, it was, what is the best thing to do to avoid another car entering your right of way? Yep. And the options were swerve, slow down, accelerate and maintain your course. Or D, all of these. And so I'm like, well, you guys want us to slow down for some reason, mm-hmm. even though one of the first lessons I remember learning in driving a car, yeah. my mom taught me was sometimes the way to get out of everyone's way is to go faster. Yes. Not to, you, your your instinct is to stop. Yep. But sometimes you just need to give it gas and get out of there. And I've gotten very good at that. So I'm like, well, they want us to slow down because that's the first instinct. No, the answer is any of these. Well, if it's any of these, <laughs> then there's no best answer. <laughs> A best answer is one that is better than the other two. If they are all equal, yep. there's no best answer. <laughs> there's just options. Yep. So uh, I got my sixth question, my sixth question wrong. Had to go retake the test. Retake the test. Second time, all the questions are about, you know, actually riding a motorcycle. Yeah. Not one question about alcohol and two questions about the like people pulling in front of you, which I just skipped. And got all the, all the questions <laughs> about, like, tying down the motorcycle properly, going over obstacles, going over train tracks, making sure to leave yourself space. So you actually need to know. Stuff about how you turn, how you swerve, how to handle a curve, how to stop in a curve. All of that shit. And they also phrase all the fucking questions weird. Like, they're intentionally they phrased awkwardly yeah. to make you then overthink them. Yep. Because like we well, got oh, English in your first language. I remember the sixth question I got wrong on the first test. It was asking about stopping in a curve, and mm-hmm. you don't stop in a curve ever, ever. Yeah, right. You you slow down until you're back back up, straight up, and I I, th- I don't remember what the answer ended up being, but I answered like you 
you can't stop if in a curve if, if you if you just hit the brakes while you're leaned over in a curve you're dead you're dead <laughs> like that those are the answers to these questions yeah and like the like the question about uh you know what's the reaction what's your reaction fuck you're dead yeah <laughs> you had three options you could have caught it you could have uh -huh. batted it or you could have just let it hit you right you could have gone back in time and stopped you from doing it in the first place the point being that that's the driving a motorcycle and driving a car is not an ab test it's a test of what do you know is going on yeah. are you ready for a pack of gum to come flying and hit you in the head i hope not very hard It's so fucking stupid. So this whole department just exists to steal money out of our pockets for licensure to do to do with our own property what we want. Yes. And and then the other thing that's amazing about the DPS is that right, I took my driving test at sixteen, mm -hmm. and if it hadn't been for going to get a motorcycle permit, I wouldn't have revisited any of these laws for any reason until I was dead. <laughs> yeah. There are fucking old people on the road that don't even know what the new signs mean. No. They're still able to drive, no fucking problem. Tim, when you got your learner's permit, you had to test and tell them you weren't contacts, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to disclose if you wear glasses or not. Yes, you, if yeah. you can pass the vision test without the glasses, they'll let you slide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you wear glasses, you have to wear glasses while you're riding, while you're driving. Yep. But then you turn 40, 50, 60 years old, your eyesight starts going. Now you need yeah. to wear glasses all the time, but you still have the endorsements you got when you were 16. So yeah, it's totally fine for you to drive without your glasses, Grandma. Yeah, no, be feel free to turn left out of this one-way street and go opposite traffic for two miles. You fucking lunatic! They're just, they can't handle any of that because they're too busy trying to process through the new people. Yeah. And it's like, why? Tulsa County has a million people in it. A million! A million. Mm -hmm. uh, I think thirty percent of that is children. Sure. If I'm just like yeah, yeah. shooting a guess, twenty twenty-five to thirty percent is children. Yep. Seventy percent of that is, I'd say, driving age. Right. Uh, you actually, you you'd have to go a little less on the children because you got fifteen and up. Uh, yeah, fifteen, sixteen up. But well, let's just say okay, just sure, adults, eighteen sure. and over. That's all driving age. Of that seventy percent. I'd say probably 80% are licensed drivers yeah. who own or operate cars on a regular. Sure. Is that fair? Yeah. If this is a driving city. Yeah, it's, it's a driving you can, city. You can't take we public don't have transit. Public transit. We don't have taxis. Yeah. Everything's very spread out. So unless you live right next to where you work or can afford to Uber every day. Yeah. We have four departments of public safety in, in this area. Yep. Four, Four in a county of a million people. And only one of them's in the main area. Two of them are in the Two main area. Two of them are in the main but area. But they're both on the outskirts of outskirts the main Outskirts of the main area. One is, at, one is at, in an old mall uh -huh. that went defunct decades, decades ago. Decades ago. That is my, it's, it's like right on the edge of wilderness. It is. <laughs> it's middle of fuck nowhere. Yep. The other one is in West Tulsa, like wedged into all these refineries and things. Yeah. Places where nobody goes unless uh -huh. they work out there. One is in on Main Street and Broken Arrow for some uh -huh. reason. That's the only one that makes sense. Yep. Oh yeah, Main Street in a downtown of one of the major uh, yep. suburbs of the of Tulsa. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. And one of them is in Claremore, which is a city. It's a town. Town. That's that has more cops per capita than I think anywhere on the planet. If you go one mile over the speed limit in Claremore, you will get pulled over and you will get written a full ticket. Uh, it's cop. It's it's the equivalent of Copland. 
Yeah, <laughs> a bunch, a bunch of county cops from out in that area live in Claremore. Yep. And Tulsa cops live in Claremore, and it's not exactly easy to access. No. But here's the thing that really makes me nuts, right? We're, we are we are in a pandemic, Tim. Mm-hmm. Even though we just got all these emails from Dr. Fauci that's proved that he's a lying elf who should be punished to the full extent of moral and ethical obligations. Uh-huh. I don't even care about the law. I'm talking Nuremberg 2.0. Put this man <laughs> in a glass box. I want him to be the new man in the box. And Allison Strange just blasts into his fucking ears yeah. constantly until his trial date is set where I am the judge, the jury, but not the executioner. Because I'm going to give him back to the people like me. <laughs> Anybody who can prove that they were harmed by his policies gets five minutes alone with him. Mm. And, yeah. They can't kill him. Yeah. But you get five minutes. Yeah. You can fuck him if you want to. Yeah. One guy on Discord was like, I want to fuck him in the ass while I force him to wear a mask. And I said, you absolutely should be able to do that. That should be an option for you, sir. There are still, I think, 130 or 160,000 Oklahomans who who are out of work. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe it was maybe it was 1.3 million. I don't remember what the number was. It was a big number. Yeah. Is is still a huge amount of people on unemployment, right? Mm-hmm. You got all these departments of public safety and tag agencies trying to do this real ID compliance. What if? I know this is crazy. This is why I can never be in government. Yeah. What if we hired, and I realize that there's some amount of uh, hypocrisy here because I hate government employees, uh-huh. but it's a temporary deal, right? Sure. It's just until we get until we get to a certain percentage of people who have who have real ID compliant yeah. IDs. What if we hire all of these unemployed people and we buy up some of these like abandoned Walmarts, you know, just rent them, yeah. closed resources is and things like that, and we just fill them with shitty Chromebooks that can tie into a network. And then you can come in and uh, this guy can help you get all your real ID stuff squared away other than maybe the picture and the printing, right? Then And then there's – so you're, you go into like an old Walmart because we have empty Walmarts here in town. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you go into an old Walmart and just, just imagine the size of Walmart but totally empty. And it's just, you know, every like 20 feet there's a little table, yep. the power receptacle and a guy to Chromebook and you come sit down. And he's like, all right, Mr. Handlebreaker, is your dress still the same? All right, I hear, see here's your uh, here's your birth certificate. I'm going to scan that in. Your social security guard, scan that in. Your proof of all this shit. We're scanning all that in. All right, here is a form that I'm going to print for you that has a QR code for you. This this proves that we have all your stuff in our database. Mm-hmm. Now you go over to the main desk and they'll snap your photo and scan this QR code and it'll pop all that shit together and your thing will get mailed to you in a few weeks. Wouldn't that be great? Then everybody can Sounds have these real IDs. Yep. People would be working. And then you know, once everyone has one, I hope the renewal is as simple as going into your tag agency and going, I need a new I need my new Jew star. Because they put a gold star on the There's a gold star on the agency, yeah. yeah. Right there on your shoulder. Let everyone know what you are with your gold star and your little where's your little fucking vaccine passport, you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh no, that'll never happen. Nope. That'll never happen. We're stuck with eight windows in a place where the woman who is first in line this morning got to DPS. At 3 a.m. She got there yesterday. For yeah. all intents and purposes, yeah, she yeah. slept in a one of those like shitty folding lawn chairs. Yeah. She slept in one of those wrapped in a sleeping bag. 
so that she could get her thing done without having to make an appointment because you can't make an appointment because the way you make appointments is online and their website is A, hopelessly broken. Yeah. B, uh, schedules appointments for 60 days minimum in advance. C, runs on HTML2. <laughs> and D, just doesn't work sometimes. Yeah. Or E, Tim, all of the above. Yes. The answer is E, all of the yeah. above. Yes. Right. You, you passed your government incompetency test. <laughs> you can now, I'll put a, an endorsement on your eyeball. Great. Yeah. And then in four to six weeks, someone will come hit you in the face with a bag of <laughs> sand. <laughs> they, 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 so they're like, so in order to get in there, you have to get there as early as humanly possible. The lady comes out right out the door. I went to the same DPS, right? I got there at 8 a.m. opening time yeah. on uh, Thursday, Friday to take the test the first time. And she comes out and she's like, we're understaffed, so uh, we're probably not going to be able to get to all of you today. So I went to the one in Eastland Mall. Mm -hmm. And that was that was a four-hour wait. Yeah. That was a four-hour wait in a lobby where they have a, this used to be a ball. Yes. Right? Yeah, I've been in that one. It used, be, it used to be a mall where everything was on the first floor, but then you went down into the food court and there yes. was a movie theater down there too. Yep. It was a cool, it was a cool mall. And it had these big tents as the main room. Yep. Uh, I think my phone is ringing wherever it is. Hello? Providing free no obligation quotes on final expense insurance plan, which covers 100% of your funeral expenses. If you would like to get your free quote, please press one. Or if you want your number to be placed on our do not call list, please press not. Thanks for holding on. This is Jason from US Life. How are you? Jason, take the pen in your hand and stab yourself in the eye, you worthless piece of shit. What the fuck, man? You're such a fucking sad. You're a faggot. Me, you know? Stop fucking calling people. Get a real job. Go work for DPS. What I can't understand a fucking word you're saying, Mushmouth. We're gonna speak English. It will get better, you know, soon. Even if you're sad right now and talking shit over the phone, it's yeah, okay. You it'll know, get, I'll not say anything it'll get better when you kill yourself. Why don't you come on down here and try and make it better, faggot? I'll fucking make it better for you. I'll stick my dick right up your ass. It'll come out your mouth, and then you can jerk me off. Like, uh, come on your mom's mom's face. You fucking worthless cunt. You are a drain on society. Nobody needs you. Your family would be better off if you were dead. They could take that life insurance and buy a new cow or something. Homo say what? Homo say what? You ever hear that song by Santana? Homo say what? Uh, Tell our marketers should kill themselves because they're worthless. Homo say what? You punk bitch. Hey, you're on a you're on a podcast that plays internationally right now. I like to fuck with telemarketers because you're all worthless and you should slit your throats or your wrists or both. You should slit your wrists and then your throat. And then put you know your what? put your dick in your in your wife's mouth, and then have someone uppercut her. One eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. Make sure you contact this number if you need help. Okay. I'm not contacting anybody. I'm sure they'll just keep fucking calling me, like you have for years, oh, instead of getting a real fucking job. You feel societal. That's okay. You know it happens to everyone. No, Let you feel suicidal. You have all of the charisma of a donkey. 
it gets back for you, okay? I, I hope you die in a fire you and, and you lose this job. Hey. And everybody in your life no, tells you what a fucking disappointment you've been. Your parents start loving you again and your wife starts loving you again. I don't have a wife. I'm a gay man, you fucking homophobe. Okay, I hope you find a new man then. Okay. I'm a pansexual. A I'm asexual. I, I don't love anybody. Okay, you just told me that you were gay. I lied to you. Why, what the fuck do you think? I just fucking say things to stupid telemarketers to see what they'll say. Are you retarded? Oh, I'm sorry. I, Every mentally. You're not. You're not retarded. You're not retarded. You're just from a shithole country where they shit in the streets. That's normal. Just contact one eight. No, 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 no. Shitting in the streets is not normal. We have a thing called indoor plumbing here in America. Like, I shit in a toilet, and then I push this little lever, and the shit just disappears. I don't know where it goes. I think that maybe they pipe the pipes down all the way there over there into India, and then they pour them out in your house. That way you guys have plenty to eat. All right, it'll get better. Come on. No, I'm not going to come on. You come on. Come to Tulsa. I'll kick the fuck out of you. I'll put your balls in your mouth and then sew your mouth shut and then drag you behind my car. It'd be like a good old-fashioned hate crime. You're mentally, you're mentally disturbed. That's why you're saying this. But you are mentally disturbed. You fucking work for a company where you call and harass people all fucking day. And then you go home and do nothing. You're mentally disturbed. Get a real job. I'm sure they need many more sh shithole mud huts in your town. You could start building mud huts instead of fucking around people in a country that actually makes money and products. No, it's you are a worthless okay. drain on society. If everyone in your office got killed right now, if a fucking lone gunman shooter came in and executed every single fucking one of you, absolutely nothing would be lost from the economy. Not one thing. The world would be a better place for everybody. Everybody would wake up in the morning with one less phone call about some bullshit warranty or end-of-life expenses or whatever other fucking bullshit scam you're trying to sell, and they'd be happier. If you just stop fucking calling, everyone would be happier, and you'd be dead, and the world would be a better place. You need help, Trevor. No, okay, you need help, Pajit, you motherfucker. You can say whatever you want to me, you know, I will listen to you. I'm here to, I'm here for you, you know, I will listen to you, whatever you I'm sure your corporate policy just doesn't allow you to hang up. That's really what it is. You can't hang up once you, you're put no. through, because then you'll lose your uh, sales bonus. No, what else? What else? Blah, 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 blah. Try enunciating so we can understand you. You're being recorded for a podcast. Try and make it entertaining. I have... I have ears, you know, I have ears, I have, I'm here for you, come on, it will get better. You don't have to be worried about this stuff, you know, Trevor. HWIDG.com, episode 236, you'll be able to hear your dumb fucking rambling, since you can't hang up the phone. Let's talk about DPS, Tim. <laughs> He's still here. Do call, do call, 1-800-27. I'm not writing this down, I have better things to do. So, uh, DPS, uh -huh. absolutely fucking worthless people. They can't, they can't hire anybody. They can't make it any better. They just keep on working inside the same system, fucking everyone over as much as they possibly can for absolutely no gain and no benefit for the rest of the world. 
much like this telemarketer who we still have on the line. He won't hang up. I'm sure it's because his his boss won't like it if he and if loses a sale. Even though they keep oh, there he goes. Even though they keep fucking calling me, yeah. the guy knows my name. Yeah. Does he not have a thing in there that says like this guy will just scream at you? Take him <laughs> off the fucking call list. Jesus Christ! I forgot where I was going with my point about DPS, but it I do not understand how this level of incompetency exists in the world. Of uh, so oh, Eastland Mall, four hours in the lobby. Yeah. Used to be a mall, so it has this big water feature yes. where water just drips down about a sixty foot stretch of wall. Uh-huh. So it is just the loudest white noise generator it I is. think I've ever heard. Yep. You can't hear the sound of the announcement screen going like nope. now serving A twenty one. You walk into that building and it's the first thing you hear. Yeah. Yeah. Which when it was a mall was you know, it was that and the sound of people and it sounded like uh-huh. outdoorsy with the especially with the tents and the But now it's not a mall, it's the there's the DMV. It's a, it's a metro office complex. It's, yeah, it's an office yeah. complex. There's like with it's an office complex with like a de- with like a subway and a little cafe. Yeah, there's a couple little cafes. Yeah. I think that all went out of business because it shut down for a year. Uh spending hours in there the, the most mind-boggling thing about this right is so they want you to schedule appointments online they only offer like three appointments a day and they're three months from now uh-huh. so that's worthless so then you get there and they have this computerized kiosk and you walk up and you're like here's what i'm here to do today i'm here to uh, get my license reinstated because i was a i got too many duis mm-hmm. i'm here to get a new real id i'm here to take a written driving test i'm here to take a skills driving test i'm here to take all these fu- whatever cdl test right and the idea of the kiosk is uh-huh. right i walk up and i i self-select and self put myself in my own queue so they can prioritize all right we know that the written tests those take like 10 minutes right this real id shit takes 45 we can process through the 10 minute guys do two 10 minute guys between every real id yeah, yeah. and just get them out of here right instead of they don't need to wait behind the real id people all these reinstatements we only do like 10 of those a day so you're waiting you're waiting yeah well instead of me operating the kiosk there was they said they had a table and chairs set up outside at the kiosk so that an employee could operate the kiosk okay for me yes and give me a number that had no relation to what i was doing (laughs) so i i walk up in my mind i should hand them a ticket and they go like oh you're an m you're here for a motorcycle test here you go. Yep. But I walk up and I'm like, what do you want today? <laughs> that guy just finished his real ID here for you. Now we're doing this thing. I'm like, what the fuck, people? So they're paying someone to operate a kiosk that was supposed to eliminate lines and an employee. Talk about government jobs. Yeah. Put that lady behind the desk processing more people. Hey, look, I just made your line uh, 15% faster. Yep. It's genius. The... The most amazing thing about it with that with that aspect is that she's just handing out these coupons like, okay, let's say, let's say you don't want me operating the kiosk for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Then just give her a little laptop and a printer and she can walk I can walk up and say, I'm here taking a motorcycle test, and she goes clackety clackety clackety. Your number A thirteen. Right? But instead we're doing this dumb song and dance where there's a thing that I can clearly operate. Uh-huh. Like one of the one of the things you have to have to get a driver's license in Oklahoma and I assume everywhere is an eighth grade reading level. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> and if they can't figure out the kiosk, you shouldn't be driving. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't figure out this kiosk that says very clearly why are you here today, and then says tests 
reinstatement. Why are you here? I lost my driver's license because I had too many DUIs. Yeah, you're not getting back today. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. We got to help people that can read. You were sent a document that said you can reinstate on this date. Idiot. Idiot. The whole system is totally fucked from top to bottom on that. They have no interest in making it any better. Because aside for going to get my driver's license when I was turned 16, yeah. I, think, I think a week after my uh -huh. 16th birthday, aside from that, that's the only... That's the only I went to DPS when I got my learner's permit uh -huh. at 15 and a half. Yeah. November of my of of 2000 uh whatever. 2008 uh -huh. I think. No, 2007. No, two, yeah, 2006. November 2006 I got my learner's permit DPS. And that was like a ten, we went after school. My dad picked me up from school. This is why I was so shocked too. He picked me up after school. We drove to the DPS that was near my school. Uh -huh. I took the the written test to get my learner's permit. They gave me a card, and then I drove the car home. Yeah. Right? And we got home at, like, 5 o'clock. Yes. Right? We weren't... It didn't take forever. So I'm thinking this will take 10 minutes. <laughs> Aside from that, getting my actual driving test when I... I think just a couple weeks after I turned 16... Yeah. Where there was no appointment, so we just had to get there early, and my family had to wait while I took the test, and then I yeah. passed. That's the last time I went. That was 14 years ago. Then I got to go back this year, and it's just like, what What changed in the last 14 years that made you so much worse at this? I, I don't know. If I had to guess, computers. Obama. I'm blaming Obama. <laughs> it is... It is a hellscape on earth that I, I, that's where we should send Dr. Fauci. To, <laughs> yeah, he should, just, he should just have to go to DPS every day. Yeah. Every day in a different city, in a different state. And with a weirdly specific, with a weirdly specific issue that he yeah. has to take yeah. care of every fucking day. And then at five o'clock when they close, cause that's the other thing that pisses me off about him is they're open 8 a.m. to 4.45 p.m. Like banks. Like everywhere, yeah. everywhere that people work. Like, why don't you guys be open from noon or to 10 p.m.? Yeah. Hmm? No? Am I crazy for thinking that? You know, times where people will be able to do, to run by. Yeah. Of having, you have to take a whole day off work to get a driver's license now. Yeah, it's absolutely voter suppression. Yeah. You fucking people ruined it. You ruined it. I'm going to the fucking tag agency and they've got that stack of voter ID forms. Register to vote, register to vote, register to vote. Meanwhile, massive voter fraud in Arizona, massive voter fraud in Pennsylvania. Fewer counties than any prior president. Yeah. 300 counties with over 100% voter uh, turn. turnout. Yeah. yeah. Not suspicious at all. Most strong election in all of American history. Yeah. I, uh... Anyway. That's my issue. That went on for a long time. Did you just see yep. what I saw? Yep. So what Wednesday does...
I hope I can pull the audio out of you the should, stream. You should be able to. Yeah. Did not hit record on the episode. <laughs> this is what happens when uh, you break that... Uh, that habit? That habit? Yeah. yeah. Uh. Well, Tim, what is your first issue this week? <laughs> uh, here's what I don't get. Uh, this Amazon sidewalk thing. Uh, yeah. So they announced this a couple of days ago. Um, which is funny because it's not like they Amazon was like, here's our brand new thing, Amazon Sidewalk. Let's let everyone know about it. No, the way the way everyone heard about it was uh uh was you know news websites going, hey, uh, Amazon has a new thing and it's uh it's not very good. Yeah. Here, click here to 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 learn more about it. Welcome to the Orwellian nightmare world. Yeah. The, when I was in line at one of the DPSs, the guy said, "Do you want here?" He tried to hand me a brochure about mobile ID, mm-hmm. and I said, uh, "No, I'd rather not live in any more in the Orwellian hellscape." Yeah. And yeah. He was like, oh. <laughs> "So, um, the Amazon sidewalk, if you haven't heard about it, is a thing that uh, you are immediately opted into." Mm-hmm. That's the, that's, that's the, that's the, that's the, that's where they get you is, uh, well, that's the only way to make it work. Cause otherwise exactly. everybody, nobody would opt no in. No one would opt into it. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about, uh, dumb people and old people and Luddites on here and how much we usually hate them. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. I do. I, I hate them. Yeah, I do. They all work for DPS. Yes. But you know what I hate even more? Is uh, corporations rolling out products that nobody asked for? A big tech corporation uh, taking advantage of that, um, because uh, your grandma's not gonna know that she's opted into Amazon Sidewalk. She barely knows that uh, she 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 almost only grasps the concept that there isn't actually a tiny lady in her Alexa. She she thinks Alexa's one of her niece, one of her granddaughters. Yeah, exactly. Um, so they announced it and, and they announced it's like, you've got 10 days to opt out of Amazon sidewalk. Um, this is so, which yeah. is now less than now is less than a week. But also about that, right. You have 10 days to opt out. Uh huh. You have 10 days to opt out now. Yes. Until we make it mandatory later. Of course. Cause that's where they always do that. Yeah. And also it'll be like, okay, yeah. But then you buy another ring doorbell or, uh, Alexa unit. It's like, well, this one's this one's just auto opted in, uh-huh. so we're gonna opt in all your other devices. Yes, it, it's it'll be a slow burn. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, so this thing like mesh wire is it's like a low level wireless mesh for all your Amazon devices or Amazon or Amazon owned devices. Um, it's akin to like the same the same uh concept as their old like the whisper sync it was like a low level 3g for your kindle so you could just pull a, a kindle book um from the air on your kindle wirelessly when you're in your car or whatever yeah um but that was just you like getting a 128 kilobyte file onto yeah, a, text onto files a are tiny yeah onto a uh a device that has no internet access aside from that yeah and accessing the amazon store um, this is that on a humongous scale. It, 
Yeah. They're touting it as like, oh, it's so that all your devices will always be on no matter like if your internet goes out and your neighbor's internet is still up because they're like tied together, your your Amazon devices are still up. So you can press that button to order, you know, instant order. Yeah, more Tide Pods. The the it, it it is like the whisper sync. We talked mm-hmm. about this a little bit in the car, but it's it is like the whisper sync. But the difference is, I think they who is did they, they partner with AT and T for that? I think so. To yeah. piggyback on their on existing their, network, their towers. Yeah. Well, now they're doing that, but instead of, I think they paid AT and T a small amount. Sure, sure, sure. To do that. Yeah. Now they're doing that same thing, but instead of paying you to create a nationwide 5g network for them uh-huh. they're just going to take it from you yes. and use your electricity and your data and the thought being that yeah it, it will tie your if you, the internet on one side of your house is weaker than the other mm-hmm. and your neighbor has strong internet and the amazon devices your amazon devices will still work and i think also you know if i have like the echo glasses they want they're selling now yeah i can wear those and I walk past your house and you have Amazon devices, my things will talk to your yeah. network, which means that on some level, my network information is stored and accessible from uh-huh. a database in Amazon's headquarters. And how long until that is breached? Oh, yeah, because, uh, cause, I mean, our city just got cyber hacked. Yeah. Everybody's getting cyber hacked. Everyone gets days. cyber hacked these days. Amazon is no exception to being able to be hacked. Yeah. It's it, it's silly to think that you're immune. Uh-huh. But and we, if and if in in and right and there, but there's a difference between like being able to be hacked and then like how the information's stored. And we know from all the cyber hacks and you know password leaks from the past few years that no company has uh, Even any, the slightest idea any, of what to do. Yeah, it's like, oh, unfortunately, all user passwords were stored as um, plain, as, as stored in a plain text file with no um, decryption, with no encryption at all. Yeah, it was stored in 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 a volume that was accessible from our website where the password was one two three four password. Yeah. Um. So apparently, so these these are the the list of uh, devices. The Ring Floodlight Cam from 2019, the Ring Spotlight Cam Wired 2019, Ring Spotlight Cam Mount 2019. Well, apparently, the mount is also uh, uses Wi-Fi for some reason. That's interesting. So, these devices have, on a hardware level, some difference that the 2008 devices, 2018 devices, didn't have. Yeah. That allow them to be Wi-Fi antennas. Mm-hmm. That uh, is. Yeah. That means that th- that's not something that they just thought, hey, look, no. what if we did that? Planned. It's been planned, planned yeah. for two years. Echo, third gen and newer. Echo Dot, third gen and newer. Echo Dot for kids, third gen and newer. Echo Dot with clock, third gen and newer. Echo Plus, all generations. Echo Show, all models and generations. Echo Spot, Echo Studio, Echo Input, and Echo Flex. Didn't even know that Amazon made that many devices. Yeah. Uh, I I got out of it after the all the after the Echo Show. I think that yeah. was the big deal when I gave mine up. It man, what a here's 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 why the 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 que- they asked them their, their themselves this own question. Why should I participate in the Amazon Sidewalk? Are you reading like the pitch? This this is their word. These are their words. Okay. 
Amazon Sidewalks help helps your Amazon Sidewalk helps your devices get connected and stay connected. Because that's what people want. Yeah. To always be online. Uh, for example, if your Echo device loses its Wi-Fi connection, Sidewalk can simplify reconnecting to your router. For select Ring devices, you can continue to receive motion alerts from your Ring security cams, and customer support can still troubleshoot problems even if your devices lose their Wi-Fi connection. Sidewalk can also extend the working range of your Sidewalk-enabled devices, such as Ring, Smart Lights, Pet Locators, or Smart Locks, so they can stay connected and continue to work over longer distances. Amazon does not charge any fees to join Sidewalk. Yeah, of course not. Because Not yet. No. No, because they're getting something out of it. They're getting something from you by oh, doing yeah, this. Because yeah. uh, I, I think the, the idea... It's all data collection. It, well, it's data collection, but I think the idea in the future will be that they think that they can put an, an Alexa in every house and have it interconnected. So if I'm walking down through my neighborhood... Oh, it'll be an Echo House. It'll be an Echo House. My phone is just like, instead of... My phone is instead of using the cellular networks, just handing itself off from all my neighbor's Wi-Fi uh -huh. because I have the Amazon Alexa side or Amazon Sidewalk thing on my phone. Yeah. I love that in this day and age, we can just hear that news and immediately see the bad thing coming. No, but like, I haven't heard anything about Amazon. The, the big backlash to this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's not enough of a personal safety and personal safety and security infraction for most people. So therefore, just gets to slip on through. That's like back in the day in the early 2000s when you leave your Wi-Fi uh, unpassword protected. Yep. With the idea being, you know, yeah, I, I kind of steal off my neighbors. Everybody let gets a little bit of yeah. Uh, let the share the love type deal. Yeah, but then you get uh, involved in a Napster lawsuit. Yeah, or yeah, or you get a notice from your your ISP that you were torrenting something because your mm. neighbor next door was using your, your Wi-Fi to torrent big titty mill 17 mm -hmm. and it's uh it's an unfortunate world we live in well uh do you have anything more on that one i you said it earlier orwellian nightmare yeah these there's a i mean it was it was on an episode of qi i watched it was like they asked the people in the audience who here has read 1984 and, you know, people raised their hands. Yeah. And then they said, okay, now everyone hands down. Now raise your hand if you just answered that question falsely. And a bunch if of. If you lied. And a quarter bunch of people go, yeah. I, And you can see some people going like, yeah. Uh, yeah, they did a study. And it's like, yeah, there's, there's you know, people say that they've read 1984 because it's a classic. classic. You know, right? Um, have you read it, Tim? I have not read 1984. Missing out. It's good. I've seen the movie. Uh, with John Hurt? With John Hurt. Pretty good. It's pretty uh, close to it, the book. So it, You know why I haven't read 1984? It's because I was never assigned it in high school. Ah. That's one of those, it's one of those books that. Like Animal Farm. Like Animal Farm. Yeah. I read Animal Farm in high school. Yeah. Um, but uh, you guys read Brave New World at your middle school, didn't you? No, we did not. Oh. Nope. Invisible Man? Nope. Fuck, I'm striking out on all these. 
Uh, I'm trying to remember what we we read in middle school, but Huckleberry okay. Finn. All's Quiet on the Western Front. No, I read that in college. Uh, yeah, I I uh, I read that book. Uh-huh. In, oh, same, same, same. I I read that book. Uh, we in the eighth grade, we had to read you know so many books a year for my yeah. English class, and All's Quiet on the Western Front was one of the mm-hmm. ones in this bookshelf. Of, and so I grabbed one, and people for years apparently because a bunch of these books ended up having this. Not just All's Quiet on the Western Front, but several different books. People would go through the book. You open up the book as a little paperback, and on the inside cover was staple list of questions. And then okay. you say you had to answer all the questions yeah. and then turn it in. Yeah. But people would go through and circle and highlight the passages that answered the questions. Oh, and so sometimes they'd even and... doodle in the numbers. So uh-huh. yeah, I that was one. I didn't have a copy that was that was highlighted. Yeah. But my friend did. So when he finished, I swapped him and did it that way because I was I started reading it. I think I I don't know maybe like six chapters or something. Mm-hmm. Cause we had specific time set aside to read. So it wasn't like I was hurting for time to read. Yeah. Uh, but I have just, just like, this is excruciatingly boring. Tale of two cities. Oh. We read a tale of two cities in seventh grade, Charles Dickens. And I think eighth grade was, unless this was high school, Siddhartha. No, it must've been eighth grade. I must've been my mind never mind heard of it. Um, you know, Charles Dickens was paid by the word. That's why all his books are long and suck. So I, I remember in seventh grade trying to, re- I've, I've been, a re- I've been a reader my entire life. Not, not, not being able to read, but like, you know, liking reading. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and you know, the, you, you can tell with a school book, sometimes a school, a, a, rarely a book you have to read for school. You'll start reading it and be like, oh, this is this is not half bad. Yeah. Right? Like Ender's Game. I read Ender's Game yeah. for, for school, and I thought it was really good, and now I've consumed the entire like franchise. I remember when I was, you know, like in fifth grade, I our, our, one of the books we had to read, read was Rolling Thunder, Hear My Cry. Mm-hmm. And I remember liking it. Like, like reading it was not a chore. But most school books are, you know, reading is a chore. Um, but yeah, Tale of Two Cities. I remember sitting down and like, okay, here's Tale of Two Cities. It was the best of times. Uh, it was the worst and just of like, times. Like taking like five minutes to get through the first page and just be like, this is not going to happen. That's why I felt about Great Expectations. That all, all, all quiet on the Western Front. When I was in college, I was a it was a film and lit com- com- comparison class, and mm-hmm. so you know you read the book and watch the movie, and you did like four or five of those this for this whole semester. One of them was All Quiet on the Western Front, and I had seen All Quiet on the Western Front before. Uh, and so I opened the book and I'm just like immediately, oh, this is this is not going to happen. <laughs> this is not happening. Which is weird because that, that class, uh, one of the books was um, <sighs> Eaters of the Dead. Michael Crichton. Yeah. Uh, the 13th Warrior is based on Eaters of the Dead. And I finished that book in one sitting. Yeah. That's <laughs> the way I was with Ender's Game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know, people know of 1984. More people, I I can guarantee you, if we did a in like for some reason we had the ability to poll every eighteen, every like thirteen year old and up mm-hmm. instantaneously and get instantaneous answers. More people would associate the term Big Brother with a TV show than they would 1984. Yeah, that's true. So despite like 1984 having been, you know, ha- having influenced the culture, influenced the culture and all this stuff, 
it's it's been you know yeah laid to the wayside and they they we're got, turning into it. They've gotten rid of Orwell in schools because it teaches you that communism's bad. Yeah, <laughs> like that's why they stop. They stop re- having people kids. I think the we, were, farm. we were we were pretty at the end on the end of the cusp. Yeah, yeah. because I didn't read 1984 for school. I read it uh, just just of, to read. Yeah, because it kept came coming up for something. That and Brave New World kept coming up, and so yeah. I read them, and I was like, "This is this is interesting." I didn't really get them, yeah. until I reread them as an adult, and then I was I was like, "Oh my god!" Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. well, that brings us to the middle of our episode, which means it's time for this episode is brought to you in part by the Rakita News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, Tim, what news do you have for us today? Uh, our first news story comes to us from uh, the good old. Uh, State of Maine. I almost said country of Maine. Yeah. Uh, the good old state of Maine. Land uh, of uh, Stephen King. Yes. Uh, Castle Rock, if you will. Um, a man who has been asking managers at his local Walmart to clean up their trash behind their stores was ordered to leave uh, the property after employees saw him picking up said trash, which was next to the river. It's the Androscoggin River. <laughs> so, uh, for the past three years, um, he lives close there, and he's that Walmart has been having their trash build up uh, outside the store and go into the river. And he's he's been asking the managers of that Walmart to clean to have to have them like get it cleaned up for three years straight. And they he's just seen won't do it. Hundreds of face masks, empty Walmart bags, Dunkin' Donuts containers, used diapers, all on the riverbank. And at at some point he couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't stand it anymore. Um, he said they would, uh, rake the trash down into the banking, uh, 20 feet from the pavement all the way to the bank. And then they dump it over, over the bank. Uh, they leave debris and garbage a hundred feet long, 20 feet wide all over the river. Um, and so he took it into his own hands. And of course, when you, uh, when you want to do something good for your community. Yeah. Uh, you buy a, you buy a bulldozer. <laughs> That's what he should have done is, uh, just buy a bulldozer and bulldoze at Walmart. Um, but no, he, he got to clean up that trash and they, they saw him out there and said, Hey, you can't be doing that. You can't be cleaning up trash. Yeah. So they called the cops on him. <laughs> so he got arrested for picking up trash. Yeah. All right. He was forcibly forcibly removed from the area. I can. I was not on this guy's side at the beginning of the story. Yeah. But there at the end, I really switched sides. Uh, why do they care? I I don't know. Why don't you fucking get a dumpster? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want people to mess with your trash. Put it in a dumpster. And stop dumping it into the river. Yeah, that guy lives in a van down by it. Yeah, that's probably why. Respect. Uh, because I was gonna say when you the store started, I was like, why doesn't he just clean his own? Like, just go fucking pick up the trash, dude. And apparently, that's exactly what he did. That's what he did. Yeah. Uh, well, our next news story comes to us from uh, across the pond. Uh, fucking pop up ads, man. Uh, Carl's Carl Stewart, age 39, mm-hmm. 
was identified through his fingerprints after police analyzed an image he posted in an online chat. Uh, he was sentenced to 13 years and six months uh, after admitting conspiracy to supply heroin, cocaine, ketamine, and MDMA. Wow. Uh, Talk about Norwellian hellscape. He uh, posted a photo on an encrypted messaging service called EncroChat. Uh, the police cracked the encryption on EncroChat and uh, and got to him that way. Uh, of course, it, he was posting a picture of like, hey, look at this cool thing I bought. You know, I like this thing. And, you know, he's holding it in his palm or slash hands. And they got his fingerprints through that picture. Um, the the picture crazy. was a picture of a of cheese. Apparently, this guy loves his Stilton cheese, and he was telling all his buddies on Encrypted Chat, like, "Man, look at this awesome cheese I bought!" and uh, got arrested that way. Cheese, not even once. Not, not cheese, even cheese once. Posting, not even once. A mature blue Stilton. Don't even try it. No. You wouldn't post a cheese. <laughs> you wouldn't download cheese. Uh, I love I love that. You wouldn't download a car. I absolutely, I would, absolutely download would download a car. Download a car. You, you know how much cars too. cost? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got one last news story. Uh, There's a great IT crowd with that. It's like you wouldn't you wouldn't kill a policeman and then and shit then, in his helmet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just it keeps going and going. Uh, Pretty good. And then bury his body. And, yeah. No, so you shit in his helmet and then you mail his helmet back to his, his widow yeah, and then yeah. you steal his helmet again. <laughs> uh, this one comes from uh, Denmark. Uh, a Denmark radio journalist has sparked moral panic. Uh, after an interview uh, she recorded that was broadcast back in March now has gone viral because uh, it was an interview she recorded while having sex at a swingers club and it was broadcast on air. This is the difference between. Did you see the, the, the zoom commencement where the girl was getting railed from behind on the zoom chat? No. Oh yeah. Someone posted a clip of that in one of the discords I'm in. And I was like, I'm, I'm looking at this, this zoom thing, like commencement yeah. 2021 and all these different people. And I'm like, what? I don't, I, what am I supposed to be seeing? Uh-huh. Here? And then it like zooms in on this one square and you're like, Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, her name is Louise Fisher. She, she's on Denmark's Radio 4. She was covering the reopening of the Swingers Club after Denmark had loosened its COVID restrictions uh, when she had said encounter, which she says was not planned. Uh, so that means that she's, she, that means her boss is like, hey, you need to go do um, this you story. No, no, she says it wasn't planned. So that means that her boss is like, you need to go do the story of this about on this club that is opening up after the lockdown. She's like, sure, whatever. I'll go there. And got so hot and bothered by the swinging that, uh, she ended up railing some dude, um, or getting railed, getting railed. Yeah. Uh, this is the quiz. The quote from her, uh, mo- most of the reviews were very positive. They thought it was brave and cool. Others think that I've crossed the line in journalism. I don't yeah, have. A, you finally made it worth watching. Thanks. <laughs> I don't have a boyfriend. That definitely made it a lot easier. My mother just thinks it's funny and laughs. My father thought it was really cool. 
That's the worst part of this. Uh, quote, I enjoyed it, even though it wasn't the best sex of my life. But the men in this club are very polite and very considerate. I felt like a goddess. They make you feel very special. It's got a big weenie. <laughs> yeah. That's what it boils down to. Yeah, her, down. That and her dad being real proud of her <laughs> and saying he really liked it. Yeah. It's not weird at all. Yeah. Well, this has been... It's a blackface lawyer. News Network. I'm calling the police. Two if you count the cows. Well... That takes care of our legal obligations this week. Me, no, it doesn't take care of what two tickets to Denmark. Yeah, once you pack your bags, <laughs> we'll depart tonight. Uh-huh. Uh, we, uh, if you want to help us with that, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for here's what I don't get, which is the name of the show. And over there, we have five tiers we have the one book tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly mini sods at the uh end of the month we have our two dollars here we throw the random bits and bobs we do here and there we have our five dollars here we do our monthly bonus episodes here's what i do get we drop the hate and talk about what's great then we have our ten dollars here where you the fans uh submit a film you vote on what film we watch and we sit down and watch it and record a finish on commentary this month we've got the hunt for red october top secret immortals house of usher frozen haggard the movie time cop Premium Rush, Enemy at the Gates, and the 51st State. So There's some decent uh, choices in there. Yeah. So we'll see what we end up watching. I can guarantee you what we won't be watching. <laughs> Frozen. <laughs> uh, yeah. Might have to Joe Biden that one. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, we have our $10 Spite Producer tier where you get a say in the show. You $50. Can- Oh, sorry. $50 Spite Producer tier where you get a sale. We're not having a sale on the Spite Producer tier. This is not a Pride Month sale. (laughs) And over there, you can request uh, anything you want from the show. Special guests, special extra bonus content, movie commentaries, ban people from voicemails, promote people to voicemails. Anything that you want for the show that we can try and do, we will do. We just released a video of How I Cook Steaks that came out recently, and... Someone did it and messaged me and said that it was amazing. So I'm pretty sure I took a screen grab of that. Yeah, here it is. And that's a picture of my... I just want to say Mad Cucks is correct. If you add basil rub of steak, it makes it much nicer by quite a bit. Those Cool Hand James on the on PayPig, he posted that. And I was like, yeah. Someone someone else was uh, mouthing off. And I said, just just try it. Yeah. Just try, try it. it. I, I understand. I know. I know it sounds weird. I know it sounds weird. But just try I don't it. think it sounds weird. Well, the thing is, it's I I do basil in the dry rub, garlic and basil in the, in the dry rub. Yeah. Because I'm grilling it, all that most it's going to fall off. But if you wanted to butter finish your steak, you you're going to do that anyway. Garlic and herb butter. Yeah. So I'm just leaving the butter out and putting it directly on the meat and then cooking it all off because yeah. it does like the juices push it off and it and the seasoning sticks to the grill and so you end up moving it around a very little yeah. bit on the steak itself when you're eating it but it's really good speaking of steaks i just got a shitload of meat in the mail <laughs> uh and it is fucking great i can't wait to cook some of it so anyway thank you to all our patrons supported the show you helped make the yep. show possible at all the different tiers one dollar on up um we keep this going so thank you so much and we'll continue doing this show as long as there are people that are interested in keeping it afloat. Anyway, let's get back to some issues, Tim. Here's my second issue. I'm going to stop recording for this one, too. Here's, <laughs> here's what I don't get. <laughs> Massacres. 
Uh-huh. How many people have to be killed for it to be a massacre, Tim? Uh, is there an actual... Uh, what number comes limit? to mind? If you, if, well, what, what is a massacre to you? Maybe not uh, numbers, just, just, whatever, just a general definition. At least 50. At least 50. I mean... It depends, like on what with like with what kind of weapon you use, mm-hmm. right? I'm, but I'm, to me, I'm thinking. Let's see, if I'm if I'm wake up in in and I hear the headline, you know, massacre at Tokyo station, Tokyo mm-hmm. train station, so crazy samurai kills. He did he, with with a samurai sword. I mean, like twenties is probably a massacre. Yeah. Right. Uh. Well, you know, the Boston Massacre, that was, what, eight people? Eight people. But you have to account for the guns, the guns being, of the time. Uh, political propaganda. Also that. Uh, so you're, you're right the first time. There is no number for massacres. Well, because I was thinking like decimation, right? Decimation, yeah, decimation is an is, actual number. And people use it wrong all the yes, time. Yes, decimation is a loss of 10%. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the... There's no number, but what it is is more is a more general definition of of a killing, but not just a killing. It's a it's a m- killing of multiple people mm-hmm. in a brutal or unorthodox manner. Malice, a, yeah. Well, there's a malice. With malice, yeah. So a few years ago, they rebranded the Tulsa race riots to be the Tulsa race massacre, uh-huh. and in doing so, what they did was they completely removed all culpability of any yeah. from one side of yeah. the equation. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, a race riot, a race riot means that people had unrest and there uh, were, there were problems. And a race riot in 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 sort of, and it was divided among racial lines. Yes. Right. But like, but even then, you, you imagine a race riot. You imagine like a bunch of people on one side, a bunch of people on the other side. You know, slowly running at each other. Yeah. This is a race massacre. You you imagine that like they go hunt down yeah. all of the one colored people. Uh-huh. So that was a that was a huge mistake in my opinion. Uh, also, I hate the phrase Tulsa. I will be calling it the Tulsa race riots for another hundred years because uh, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Someone messaged- a massacre, yeah, but you were you were right. A massacre sort of implies like it implies a huge scale. It implies a huge scale, but also it doesn't imply the uh, societal damage of a riot. Yeah. A massacre implies like yeah. So uh, just killing. just killing, but yeah. there was a huge amount of destruction to uh, property as yeah. well. There, there was a picture from our school of what Tulsa looked like after yes. the the race riots, yeah. and it is like a fucking wasteland. It is. It was shocking. It was yeah. a shocking. Photo. It was like the day after. Yeah. The, the front yeah. front newspaper page. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it was the newspaper, but it was it was uh, it was from our school, and I was yeah. uh, when I was looking at it. And I was, I was like, wow, I've probably stood right about where that was. So they, they changed it on the internet. It's annoying. Bam. Yeah. So because for context, Tim and I went to school in the Greenwood district. Yes. Tim went to middle school and high school there. Yeah. I didn't go to middle school there, but I did grow up in a church right in across the from the school heart of greenwood across the across from the school from the school went i to. went to middle yeah. school yeah so when i when i'm talking about this i'm not talking out my ass i got a message today someone asking me like what episode did i talk about the tulsa race riots and and i said i don't remember but i'm gonna be talking about it this week because uh-huh. i had the great pleasure mm-hmm. of sitting backstage at the at a 
at a event this weekend mm-hmm. that was just I don't think it was supposed to be about the race riots, but they made it about that this because this weekend the was the timing. 100th anniversary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it really kind of seems like um, everything that has ever gone wrong for black people is the fault of the Tulsa race riots, basically. They're like they're talking about this this ethnic wage gap where white people make more than black people. And if if the race riots hadn't happened and they're like they're pulling up all these numbers out of their ass yeah, that yeah. don't make any sense. And it was just absolutely infuriating because what happened, this is what happened, right? Uh, there's a woman, she's an elevator runner up and yep. down. And the guy whose name is probably here in this Wikipedia page, but I don't want to look it up. He gets in the elevator. The elevator hits the first floor. The doors open up. She screams and he runs out of the building and back into Greenwood. That's all we know. That's all we know. Yeah. Because uh, it took place a hundred years ago. That took place a hundred years ago. <laughs> There's a huge outcry, and so that is May thirtieth. I yeah. think Monday, May thirtieth. Tuesday, May thirty first. Um, the he is arrested and taken to the Tulsa County Courthouse, yep. where he's being held, and a huge group of white people get around the courthouse because they want some good old fashioned. Old West Justice. Oh, yeah. They want a lynching. Yes. So the blacks hear about this in Greenwood, which is just on, you know, it's it's the northern part of downtown, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The blacks hear about this and they send a group of people into to the courthouse to make sure justice right. is carried out properly. Yep. And those guys are all armed, which is smart. Yeah. Uh, because you're gonna go, you know, square off with a bunch of racist white people. And probably a lot more than what you're sending. Yes. Yeah. So the sheriff is there and he's like, no, 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 we're, we're not doing any of that today. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, this is going to be done, handled properly. Yep. Uh, you guys need to go home or we'll send these guys home. We're not taking them out of the courthouse. And the black delegation is appeased by this and they turn to leave. And one of the white guys in the crowd yep tries to take a gun away from one of the black guys and shots ring out. And then a bunch of shots ring out and, uh, 10 white people are killed. I think like three black people are killed. So there were a bunch of articles about this happening in the paper. And the next day there's a big notice that they, you know, justice needs to be carried out for this, the slaying of these 10 white yeah, people. Yeah. So they march into Greenwood and they burn the place to the ground. Yep. Now there's all kinds of rumors about like them dropping bombs from, uh-huh. from planes because it looks like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, but they didn't cause there was no explosive damage to any of the, in the, any of the aftermath photos. They say that they are dropping turpentine to burn everything down yep. and they claim this outrageous number of 300 people were killed. Now we have a confirmed number of 39 people that mm-hmm. were killed. And an, and the guy that came up with a 300 number, W.F. White, very ironic name. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's W.F. White. Uh, in fact, it's right here. Yeah. W.F. White. You know what Walter Francis White did? What? That, that white guy. Uh-huh. He, f- he founded the NAACP. So, really? the, so the guy that founds the an organization known only for race baiting says that 300 people were killed, not 39. Mm-hmm. 
Kind of weird. Uh, the 2001 commission found that it was 150, 75 to 150, or two, or what is that? Or up to 200, I guess, depending on who you listen to, because uh-huh. some people disagree. But here's the thing. It was all 100 years ago, and I'm really fucking tired of hearing about it. <laughs> We've been hearing about it our whole lives because yeah. it didn't really, it didn't really, uh, it was kind of ignored the way that all history is. Yes. Until there was something to get from it. Now there's all this talk of reparations and shit. And it's like, please explain to me why I, a 30 year old white man whose family uh, did not live in Oklahoma in 1921, uh-huh. did not live in Tulsa in 1921, uh-huh. did not make any money in 1921 need to pay reparations to someone who can't even prove that their family was in Tulsa in 1921, but they have the right color skin. So they need special school things. There's a, there's a scholarship for families of people who are affected by the Tulsa race riots three generations ago. <laughs> the last surviving people, I think we're down to none of them. I'm pretty sure they're all dead. The, the last surviving lady was an infant during it. She had been born like eight months prior the to the one that thing. spoke it in the Senate. Yeah. Recently. They, 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 they pulled her up out of her, uh, her little uh, wheelchair. Her, yeah. Like Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Going, and I think Aah. they, they carried around like, I think her, maybe her and two other people or maybe three other different people that were, there were probably infants around that time. Yeah. I think uh, the only like last weekend major, um, major one who is of any age there's there's a 17 year old girl who's still around like it's over it was a hundred years ago what what do you want greenwood so all that happens right the the white the the whites march into greenwood burn it down yeah uh they do kill some more people i think they end up killing like uh 28 or 29 black people and only a couple white people get killed and uh, there's a thing like, why did the fire department not go in? Like the fire department couldn't go in because it was like an active war zone. Yeah. The fire department couldn't go in until the National Guard arrived on the second. You know, so a hundred years from today, mm-hmm. or hundred years ago today. Uh, but the thing was, it wasn't about the girl, and it wasn't about the guy. It was about the same thing that causes all consternation and conflict, Tim. And you know what that is? What? Money. (laughs) Money. You see, Greenwood was supposed to be this worthless tract of land that they just Uh kind of gave to the black folks, and they made a nice, thriving business Black Wall Street. Yeah. Black Wall Street with no stock market. (laughs) Uh, they, They made this nice, thriving district. And meanwhile, just south of Greenwood was a big warehouse district, right? And Union Depot comes in right in the smack dab center of Tulsa. So all your freight comes in and then you got to offload it and you got to go out and around down to your warehouses. That's, that's inconvenient. You know, where a real convenient place to put some warehouses would be. Right where they're black, right where those uh, black folks are, right where those black folks are. And immediately in the aftermath of the thing, they tried to rezone Greenwood. And that's why there is, there is a, a smaller in, warehouse district there now between yep. Greenwood and the interstate or between uh, the railroad tracks and the interstate. And then Greenwood now, as we know it ex- yes. is on the other side of two forty four. that kind of got redistricted to be warehousing. That was the plan. 
And there were letters in the paper from affluent members of Tulsa society that pushed for punishment on the black community to get to destroy that area specifically to make the land worthless, push the blacks further north, yep. get them further outside the city, take away their wealth, and then get our warehouses so that we don't have to fucking truck our shit yeah. all over <laughs> and have to pay all these Teamsters. That was the plan. That was why it happened. It had nothing to do with race. It was rich people manipulating the poor people, just like what's going on today. <laughs> but we can't teach that, because if they teach you that, you start to think like, Huh, why is the founder of Black Lives Matter a white Jewish guy? What? <laughs> it makes me wonder. It gets my noggin jogging, Tim. It's weird. It's weird. Why does George Soros support all these weird anarchist groups? Huh. Why is all of this racial turmoil? When we were young, it was over, man. Yeah. We went to predominantly black schools and nobody gave a shit. <laughs> no. Black, white, Mexican, Asians, yep. Peruvians, assholes. We had them all. <laughs> we had all different, like, we had a multicultural assembly every year, and we put some weird shit up on stage. Yeah. We were in a post-racial society, but all of a sudden they got to gin it all back up, because if we start to really go like, well, I don't have a problem with you, and I don't have a problem mm. with you, uh -huh. but that fucking guy with all the money yep. is really fucking me in the ass. Oh, there might be some uh, some guillotines erected, a French Revolution of sorts. So you can't allow that. You got to drive up the racial division again. That's exactly what they did in Tulsa. And now they're trying to call it a, a race massacre, like white people responsible for all of it. And they're not. It's like motorcycle riding in the book. Okay. Not in real life. Yeah. In the book, it's like it gives you all these stupid scenarios, uh -huh. like. Who's at fault for this accident? And then you're like, and the answer's always like both of us. Uh -huh. But if the police come and you rear-ended me, it's your fault. <laughs> uh, you're at fault on this one. I didn't do anything. Yeah. The that's what everybody's at fault in in here. Yeah, I could have hit my brakes. I could have been traveling. I I could have been traveling slower. But you did turn left in front of me on a busy street when you got hit. So it's it's you're you're at fault. But I also contributed to it. Mm -hmm. Now, in this scenario, the white people are the person turning left across traffic and the black people are the car that hit them. They also don't tell you this, that Greenwood was rebuilt in its entirety immediately after. within one year yeah. back with zero dollars from outside the community. That was a community that looked out for itself. Yep. That was another reason why it needed to be destroyed, because they had unity. And that's all gone. We don't have any of that shit anymore. Nope. Greenwood was rebuilt within a year. And you know what destroyed Greenwood? Do you know what the what really killed Greenwood was? The government. It was the government. It was the interstate highway system. They laid the interstate highway system over, over Tulsa. And rather than put 244 a mile north, mm -hmm. the way they put 51 down right on the southern edge of downtown and make Greenwood part of downtown. They laid it down right through Greenwood, right through Owen Park, right through huge historical districts. You can, to this day, you can go underneath 244 and you can see the clear divide of like, here's Greenwood, then 244, and then yeah, no, no businesses. No businesses. The, 
there there was a church that's standing there at Greenwood and and uh I think it's Archer and something. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly. But it is it is two feet away from the interstate. Yeah. It's a historical black church in Tulsa, and they wanted to tear it down, and the church had to fight tooth and nail to stay in place. So it's there. It's about like I said, two feet away from this mm-hmm. interstate highway that wraps downtown. That is what killed Greenwood. It wasn't it wasn't the rich people. It was the government that did that to them. And it'll it'll never be remembered because we're gonna start calling it a massacre. We're gonna call it that for the rest of time. And whites are gonna be guilty for this original sin. If you're from Tulsa, if you're not from Tulsa, if you've never been to Tulsa, <laughs> it's your problem now. They don't teach about this. The one of the fucking guys on this fucking panel gets up there on the fucking stage and says that uh I didn't learn about this in school. And now where I'm from in Texas, they're trying to in this in the state Senate ban this from being taught. Talking about critical race theory. Uh-huh. Uh critical race theory is not a history class about the Tulsa race riots. <laughs> yeah, critical not. race theory is about how white people are guilty of all original sin and it's to made to divide us, and it's part of critical theory, which was a tool of communism to demoralize their opponents to get them to fall underneath them. It's not fucking education. It's fucking indoctrination and it pisses me off it wasn't a massacre it was a riot both sides are responsible for their actions one side won it's a real shame you know but we're not fucking paying reparations for germany for bombing the fuck out of them in world war ii (laughs) and i realize it's very very different but it's the same thing in wars there are victors and then there are losers and for whatever reason in the 21st century we've decided the the victors now have to apologize to the losers no matter what the situation was that caused it we have to apologize to the native americans for taking their land even though they took the land from other people who took it from other people who took it from other people back and forth for generations that is the way human conquest works alexander the great conquered the entirety of the Mediterranean Sea and was matched only by Genghis Khan in the east. And I can only imagine the empire that would stand if the two men had met in the middle. (laughs) They took it over and Rome became a gigantic empire until it fell and broke apart. And then the next empire took it over. And then the the next, next and then the Holy Roman Empire, and then the Gaul. And it just keeps going. We're in a period of unprecedented peace and stability. The lines on the map have been more or less the same for close to 300 years. Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing was the the biggest map change was was the the breaking up of USSR. Yeah. Yeah. But but that is that was an empire that consolidated and then fell apart. Yeah. You don't have Russia paying fucking reparations to the Yugoslavs for beating them and, <laughs> and taking them over. That's not the way it works. You lost. You acclimate to our society now. In the Roman Empire, you could serve and become a Roman citizen. Welcome to the club. <laughs> but instead, we just deal by these victim cards. We call things massacres that weren't. They're, they were so convinced there were mass graves. They went digging in Oaklawn Cemetery. Yeah. If there were mass graves, they'd be fucking near the event. They'd be where OSU Tulsa stands right now. Yeah. We would have found them in any of the urban development era. They found 11 caskets in Oaklawn Cemetery. They, were, they thought they'd be able to find 18. They say 300 people died. 300 people. You can't find 300 graves. They found 11 coffins, and they're looking into what that, that is. My guess is... They're fucking non-claimed bodies because that's what happens to them. 
Yeah. If you're just you just die in the hospital and you're a drifter, they put you in a box for a year until someone comes and goes like, hey, did anybody see like a fucking weird guy who yells a lot with a beard and curly <laughs> hair? Yeah, we did have a guy like that. He's dead. Oh, that's my cousin. I'm going to take him with me and go bury him in the family plot. They just then go, all right, we've had all these bodies for a year. We'll stack them up and bury them. Yeah. And they find whatever cemetery will take the cheapest price because it's just a burden on the state. We just don't have an island like New York does. Yeah. <laughs> if there were, if there were, man, Tulsa is not a ghost town. It's been a constant state of economic development yeah. for the last hundred years. If there were a mass grave, it would have been found. And they do find bodies occasionally in building things. I think yeah. they found a body when they built OU to OSU Tulsa in Greenwood. But I don't think they tied it to the race right. I think they tied it to something else. I'll have to look it up. You just, I have a, my friend's wife is an archaeologist, mm-hmm. right? And that's what a bunch of her job is, is when they go do, when they go, want to build a new building somewhere, yep. they has to, federal regulations, you have to go get it surveyed. And yeah. so they take a site survey and make sure there's no artifacts of historical significance. But if you find bones, oh, <laughs> Pump the brakes because you got about six months of investigating before you start building again. And uh, yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible what happened. It's not my fucking problem. I wasn't here. My family wasn't here. I don't owe you anything. You know what you owe me? Some goddamn peace and quiet. That's what we all owe one another. Just shut the fuck up. Your problems, the reason... The 1921 Tulsa race riots is not why there's no grocery stores in North Tulsa. No, it's not. The 1921 race riots is not the reason why there are no gas stations in North Tulsa. <laughs> no, live and or, you know, um, uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, shuttle back and forth. Yeah, commute. Commute. Live, uh, live around or commute. Uh, in and out of North Tulsa, and you'll quickly discover why those things aren't there. We, I went to school there for seven years. Yeah, I know why there's no grocery stores in North Tulsa, and why there's bars on all the windows of the other stores. Yeah, well, the cars look like shit, and the houses don't have garages. Yeah, everything's in a state of economic decay. There's a reason for that. We we went to and nobody's willing to address it. We went to a prestigious school. Yeah. It was at one point one of the top 100 it was, schools. It was in the top 500, I think, our, when we started. There. Yeah. Yeah. Top 500 schools in the country. In the country. In the country. Yeah. Uh, number one, if not number two in the state. I think it was number one in the state. Number one in the state. Yeah. yeah. Um, with, with number two not being in our city. Yeah. Number two, number two is Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. Some academy. Yeah. Some yeah, yeah. academy. Um, and... Like our school was fine, yeah, for well, fairly well funded, yeah. Um, but we had a ten foot fence all the way around the fucking place, yeah. And you came in one gate or the other. That was yep. it. That was it. Uh, you, I mean, there was it, Section Eight housing right outside the fence, right outside the fence. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the reason, the reason we had, the, we had, you know, um, we had a lockdown. Mm-hmm. It was because there was a shooting in the. In section the, eight, housing. section eight housing. Yeah. Uh, the the reason why North Tulsa is like that is because of crime, and it wasn't crime of a hundred years ago. Yeah. It was crime in the last twenty years, and there's no will to police any of it. Nope. In your own community, 
you know, with what's going on. Snitches get stitches. Yeah, what's with what's going on in Israel with Hamas and 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 Israel, right? And uh-huh. they're like, oh my God, Israel bombed this building. The AP was in there, and I think like, good, <laughs> fuck those guys. Uh, but I see that, and I and I think like, if a terrorist right wanted to set up his little rocket base in, uh-huh. in our backyard, yeah, I'd be like, why don't you get the fuck out of here? Uh, because I don't want to be, I don't want to live in a neighborhood with a guy who's firing rockets into Israel. Yeah. The community doesn't want to police itself in Palestine no more than it wants to police itself in North Tulsa. Yeah. And we just have this golden excuse. President Biden's the first president in U.S. history to acknowledge the Tulsa race massacre. It wasn't a massacre, man. It was a riot. One side was more wrong than the other. It was a lot worse than when your sports team wins and you burn down the city. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it was a riot. Yeah, if a if a guy calls you a name and or does you wrong and then starts punching you, and you punch him back, that's a fight. That's a fight. Yeah. In it's the not- same way, where if a bunch of people uh, uh, want to uh, enact some sort of just perceived justice against your race, and you go. Well, we don't want to do that. And they start attacking you and you defend yourself. That's a riot. Yeah. <laughs> and but we're we're going to be saddled with this forever. Yeah. Uh, it's never going to go away. And you know, they build the parks, they build the the cultural center, they teach all the history stuff. And you know, we could give we could just go just go into North Tulsa with a van just full of stacks of 10,000 Ten thousand dollars, you know, banded ten thousand mm-hmm. dollar bills, and just hand them out to every person of the specific ethnic type that was that were the victims of the mm-hmm. Tulsa race riot. Just hand it to all of them. Do you know what it'll change? Nothing. Fucking nothing. It won't fix any of this. No. None of the money will. It's just irritating. It's ir- It's irritating to to have to sit backstage and just have people lecture you. While a woman won't even bother to learn your name because <laughs> you're an employee. Yeah. You're, you're not a person. She just calls me audio. First fucking words out of her mouth. Audio, blah, blah, blah. Oh, do you mind if I call you that? I'm terrible with names, so I won't remember your name even if you tell me. Hmm. Most people say, what's your name? Tim? All right. Forgive me if I, I'm not very good with names, yep. so forgive me. I might just call you like our backstage audio yep. if that's all right. If I forget, sure, no problem. Tim, like, yeah, no problem. I don't, I don't really mind. But to go come up you to just you, just assume it. Yeah, yeah, you're kind of a bitch. Yeah. You know, you should have, you should have said uh, your name was. What? Something ethnic. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's a you know I. Going to that, going to that church deep in the heart of Greenwood, yep. right? As a kid, I'm the Martin Luther King Day parade marched right down, yeah, our street, right down the street, yeah. right down our street into downtown. Yep. Every year we'd go park in the church parking lot. We'd be right there, and I just remember, I remember, you know, and it was a black church too. Yeah, uh, it was. When I say across the street from my middle school, uh, that I think was, they were that, Caddy Corner, Caddy Corner, but yeah. but I mean it was. That's a two-lane road. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's Greenwood. Yeah. That road, yeah. Uh, so going to that church, right, black church, Martin Luther King Day Parade, and they 
teach you about this. And I just, I remember, and that's why I've read nearly everything Dr. King wrote. I went, I've read all of his speeches. I've read interviews. Like I really wanted to understand what he was talking about. Yeah. This was years ago and I haven't done it recently. Uh, I was really inspired by this hope of a future where everybody was just people, people, just people, man. And, and it didn't matter. Like if yeah. you, if, and, and everybody, everybody was able to do what they were good at and be respected for it. Yeah. And, and you could be a man and you worked and you earned what you got and you were proud of what you got. You weren't proud of yourself for the color of your skin. Yeah. You weren't proud of anything that you didn't earn and work for. And you didn't condemn anyone for anything but the actions that they did. Yeah. And that's just like totally gone now. Mm -hmm. It's not about that at all. And I see that with, you know, in Star Trek, everybody is, it's a merit-based system, right? The guys on the bridge, Barkley doesn't get on the bridge because he's a fuck up, (laughs) you know? Yeah, he's a good engineer. He can be down the engineering base. He can fix some shit, but he's not fucking being, he's not getting bridge duty because he's a fuck up. Yeah. You know? He's, he's spending a little too much time in the holodeck. Yeah. Picard's not being, wasn't given command of the Enterprise as a, you know, as his first command. Mm-hmm. He had had a couple commands before, yeah. and he had proven that he was a good diplomat too. And they needed someone to run the flagship. You know, Kirk earned his way to the, to be the captain of the Enterprise, and then earned his way back again by saving the whole planet with whales. <laughs> anyway, well, Tim, what is your second issue this week? Here's what I don't get. Uh, looks like a complete left turn. Uh, lazy Twitch streamers. Yeah. Uh, You're giving her $5. Where's the titties? Right. No, no this Where's is the hot tub, bitch. Uh, I, I got a link to a stream and it was, or, or it was, I think it was like a, like a, someone I follow on Twitter liked someone like, Hey, I'm streaming mass effect for the first time. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh yeah, it's cool. I like seeing people play a game. I enjoy for the first time, uh, especially something like mass effect where to me, it's all about, the characters mm-hmm. and getting to know them. Um, so I'm watching them play and uh, they're stuck in the Citadel. Citadel is the first major uh, outside of the, basically the t- t- tutorial level. It's the first, ma- it's the first major place you go in the game. It's a big old um, hub, like interspecies. It's, it's the, you know, interspecies uh, space, space nine deep, humongous though, humongous. Um, and, Sure, the game's 14 years old. You got to remember that. The game's 14 years old. Yeah, they prettied it up a little bit, and they, they did a little bit here and there to make it a little bit more like the later ones, but it's still f- essentially the same game mm-hmm. 14 years later. Uh, and sure, the, it's it can be a little daunting being in that big place uh, with the c- constraints of an early Xbox 360 game. But... You've got a map. You've got you got a st- you hit start button. Map. You get your oh. start button. You got a map. You've but you've also got the mini map, right? And if like a regular person, when a regular person plays these games, right? At least for me, first thing I do when I boot up a game, settings immediately. Yeah, that's more of a PC thing. But even on console games, settings. Can I turn subtitles on and off? Uh, do I change the gamma? Uh, look at the controls. Um, I want to know how to play the game, especially if I've done none of my research on it, right? 
Like you, if I if I bought if I if I bought the Mass Effect Legendary Edition and said, "Hey, play this right now," uh-huh. you'd go into the settings and you know look at the controls and probably right. I I would assume most games like now they pop all that shit up up in the beginning. Yeah, fourteen year old game, so it doesn't do that. Sure, I'd probably I'd probably start to play and then you and know, I'd make it like ten minutes and go like, okay, I don't know what right. fucking. This but does. like when you press the start menu, you'd be like, okay, I've got a journal. Let me see what's in the journal, mm-hmm. right? Oh, there's here's the main missions. Here's the side missions. Oh, I've got a codex. What's in the codex? Oh, it's all the lore for the game. Do I want to read all the lore for the game? No. No, you don't. Um, but if I wanted to know more about this species that Tim says is like the Klingons, I can go see, I can go in there and be like, oh, why are they like the Klingons? Oh, they've got um they're the big guys, they like honor, they're uh they've got a um a, an extra set of organs. Uh but like a lot of Twitch streamers I see don't play it like you would normally play a game off of stream. Mm. They just jump right into it and let chat do all the work for them. Oh, that's obnoxious. Oh, who do I pick, chat? Uh, well, if you would have, um, instead of like just following the big arrow, if you would have like walked over here, you could have talked to those people and found out more about them before you before you had to make a decision on who you picked. Or like I'm lost in this. I don't know where to go. Well, you could like look at your fucking map in the, in the pause menu and look at like the little legend that says, "Hey, this little flag is where you need to go," or uh, this little arrow is a fast travel point. And when you go to a fast travel point, there's like six options. You're like, "Oh, there's so many options." Uh, well, if you pick one, uh, you it doesn't like automatically take you there. You pick one, and it shows you all the places it's got in it. And you can go through that and like learn about it instead of just being like, "I don't know where to go." Chat, tell me where to go. The few, okay. The few games that I streamed, uh-huh. not only had were they ones I had played before, uh-huh. but I also played them offline. You know, not for long. You know, one, yeah, or, yeah. one or two hours, just to like get a handle on all get the a controls. Handle of it. Yeah. Before I, I understand you want this. Like, oh, what if I did it totally fresh? But yeah, yeah. but if you were doing it, like you said, if you were if you were just sitting in your living room, you wouldn't be like, I don't know where to go, and then just set the controller down and go. Or even right, or even like I don't know where to go. Let me look at it. Let me look at it. Let me find a guide online. Yeah. I would find a guide online after like I ran through every single menu option I could find, uh, and like tried a bunch of different shit. Um, which is like that's that's one of my problems with a lot of streamers because I don't follow a lot of streamers. Mm-hmm. The people I do, I only follow them because they started streaming after I already liked them. Yeah. Right. And the only other uh, other than that. Uh, other than personalities that I follow, uh, the only other people I watch stream are my friends. Yeah, and and so, anybody who's ranked in the on uh, the, the hot tub section, the tit list. Yes, uh, what www.titlist.com. Yeah, and it ranks Twitch streamers by the size of their breasts from biggest to, to smallest. Really? I don't know. I made that. Up. <laughs> I was. What's the URL for that again? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> um, so, that. so to contrast this. Um, I watched a friend of mine uh, start up a new. He's been. He's been. Uh, he's been. Uh, it's available. It's available. Great. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. <laughs> so a friend of mine uh, started playing one of the Dragon Quest games. I don't know if you know what Dragon Quest is. It's a lot like Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. It's one of those games. RPGs. Old school RPGs. He started playing Dragon Quest. Like, I haven't played one of these in a long time. I'm gonna play this. So I started watching his stream. It's me and seven other people, and I know like four of those people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but 
he's my friend. And guess what? He's fucking entertaining. He's cracking jokes the whole time. He's playing it like he would play any other video game. Yeah. Right. Um, it was, and like I, that, the mass effect, I was like, it, it was like, it took me a little bit to be like, you've got a, I'm, I'm you got a map. You have a map. I'm yelling. Right. This is and, a woman. Yeah. 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 Um, Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, it's not lazy. Is not the word you wanted to use. You wanted to use the word woman. Let me see here, because because what she has is this thing called simps. <laughs> this is why Peach's streams are so much more better. Yeah, because like yeah, she's got the simps in her chat and whatnot. People are telling her how to play the game. Yeah, but for the most part, she's just kind of like exploring it herself, and or with Pat. Yeah, and they have like a fun chemistry. They and, do, <laughs> and she's, um, she's she can talk for five minutes. Yes, you know, at a time about something yeah. that's not stupid. Yeah, that's you. You you. There's your problem. Don't watch. <laughs> don't watch tits. Only watch the dong. Yeah, yeah. Because because tits, right? You're already at a forty percent boost on your views. Mm-hmm. Boom, forty percent right there. Dong, you have to earn that forty percent. So a a dong streamer uh-huh. with you know who's doing a stream of video game like Mass Effect, and he's got five hundred people watching him. Yeah, if that was a woman, it would be a thousand. Sure, to nine hundred. Yeah, you know. So he had to earn every one of those where she can just like, oh, is this a shirt unbutton one button too far? <laughs> I'm streaming from my hot tub. I don't know. I there there's uh, a couple of there's there's one or two female streamers that I do watch that aren't titty streamers. Uh, Are they ass streamers? No. Uh, and I I I I also find their gameplay infuriating sometimes. Looks because women are dumb. <laughs> women women don't work don't it's work the with, same way, with the video same. games like because video games are A B C D. Yeah. Very simple. They give you a, a an objective, which you unlock, which gets you a next objective, uh-huh. which so on and so forth until you have a big boss. And then that will inject you into the next like chapter or act or whatever of the game. Yeah. Women don't work like that. Women work with like like a dog. Yeah. Right. That's why that's why white women love dogs and love to fuck them because <laughs> they're mentally on the same level. Dog just wants like attention and love and those couple of things to throw the ball uh-huh. or, you know, I, I was house sitting for a friend this weekend and his dog, one of his dogs just likes to pick up toys and show them to you. Yeah. And he gets really <laughs> upset if you don't try and take the toy from him. Uh, He's not going to give it to you. No, of course But not. if you don't reach for it, he starts like whining. Woo, yeah. woo, with this t- t- thing in his mouth, shaking uh-huh. his tail, just like, I got this toy. Pretty cool, right? <laughs> And then the other thing he'll do is he'll relocate your shit. Just like take and go put it somewhere else. Yeah. He he doesn't have a reason for that. There's no reason for any of it. No, no. He's just like, this feels like it'd be nice. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. And that's the way women work. They just, I want, that's why women can't diet. Mm. They constantly think they've earned something for just breathing. Well, I went to the gym. I guess I've earned uh, a New York cheesecake. Yeah. You haven't. <laughs> You haven't earned a New York cheesecake. You've just spent the New York cheesecake. Yeah. By eating it, you're back at zero. Yeah. Uh, 
That's why I've lost 33 pounds and you've lost none. Because <laughs> I haven't earned anything. I I have only just begun to suffer. Yeah. Yeah. I will have earned it when I, on July 4th, whatever, whatever party happens on July 4th, that's what I will have earned. Everything short of that is garbage. Anyway. Yeah. Don't watch women streamers, Tim, unless you're jerking off. And don't <laughs> give them any money. Don't give them any money. <laughs> you can't afford $5. You can't. You can use that $5 for Pokemon cards. Yeah. You can like be- taking candy from a baby? Yeah. Just think about it. Think about what your $5 means to that bitch and think about what $5 means to you. There are a million titties on the internet. Yeah. There's only one $5 <laughs> that you currently have. No. Yeah, that is that is infuriating to to watch a <laughs> well, I the thing is like I've I've watched I remember I was watching um it was a it was a couple streaming Portal for the first time. Yeah. And the lady was the good one. The guy was dumb as shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, he might be he might be secretly trans. Maybe. <laughs> I think he I think he was just dumb. No, like low IQ. <laughs> I mean, some people do say that about trans people, but uh, I mean, you know, it's it's a it's a mental condition they have. It's it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> I'm going to try and get us kicked off YouTube for yeah, Pride Month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got it all on this episode. We got race. <laughs> we got murder. Uh-huh. We got women, trans. It's going to be It's gonna spicy. It's a spicy meatball. <laughs> my friend texted me the other day and said, I've got Drinkenstein stuck in my head. I said, welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah. If you don't have Drinkenstein stuck in your head, then uh, you don't you don't deserve it. You can't deserve I mean, unless it's a different song from that movie stuck in your head. That is true. Tennessee Homesick Blues. Or uh Stay Out of My Bedroom. Stay out of my bedroom. That one pops into my head quite a the bit. The day my baby died. <laughs> that one does not <laughs> pop in my head though. I think I only I think I only There were brains on the tractor. <laughs> I think I only heard that song really like the the last two or three times I've watched that movie. Yeah. And the the first times I was just I was in awe of what was going on. Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm still, I, I'm in awe every time I see him. Yeah, it is. I, yeah. The whole movie, every time. This I, is a true story. This actually happened to my, my Annabelle or whatever. Uh, every time I watch that movie, it's like there's there's more details that pop out. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, I, I want someone. Uh, that's why I want Rhinestone on streaming. I want Rhinestone on Amazon Prime so we can get like whatever the top twitch streamer is mm-hmm. get them to do a rhinestone oh, yeah. screening party that's what i will do if they put rhinestone on on amazon mm-hmm. i will just make my life going on amazon on twitch and i'll become a i'll just become a rhinestone streamer yeah once a month i'll stream rhinestone and i will just get i will berate and abuse mm-hmm. other uh, streamers, streamers until they do a, a rhinestone watch party until yep. that movie is as beloved as it deserves. Yeah. Well, that's a good issue, Tim. This was a long, long episode. 
if you if you include both parts that were recorded. <laughs> Hopefully, we do. Hopefully. Anyway, this is supposed to it's supposed to come out in three hours. So. Yeah. Uh, anyway, well, this has been here's on get. I'm Tad Burt. I'm Tim the Handlebreaker. Catch you guys next week. See ya. Here's a get hotline call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can leave us a voicemail in the Discord under voicemail upload, which I don't believe there's any there, but I'll double check if I can find the right button. Messages failed to load. Sweet. Nice. Uh, all right, we got our first voicemail here on the voicemail hotline. Hello, lads. It is your favorite fucking asshole, HB. Hello, Mad Cucks and the other one. Um, <laughs> sorry. I'll listen more. Anyway, here's what I don't fucking get. Fauci. Oh, really? Really Fauci? The little mouthpiece of a government was lying the whole fucking time. Oh, really? We're fucking... Jeez, pinch me. I must be dreaming. I must be having a little nightmare here because Fauci was lying. Uh, now, it might have come from Wuhan, you fucking cunt in a necktie. Fuck you, you little sack of shit, cocksucker. Oh, my God. All right. Take it easy. Later, lads. So this wah, was... Wah, 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 this was from last week. I wonder how he feels now yeah. with all those emails, <laughs> emails coming out. Where yeah. he's like, yeah, masks don't really work. Uh, yeah, it came from a lab. It was totally engineered in a lab. Someone, posted, someone emailed him, here's the recipe for the virus we created. Nuremberg this guy. <laughs> Nuremberg the fuck out of him. Hey guys, it's BonerGuy69 here. Uh, now, I wouldn't normally do this, but here's what I don't get. A fucking drunk guy voicemailer. <laughs> fuck me, his messages are torturous. Just fucking get to the point, man. So much dead air. Fucking hell. <laughs> Give us a break. Bye, guys. Now, we're now three <laughs> layers deep, Tim. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He was criticized, criticizing Todd. Yeah. Now we have Boner Guy sixty nine criticizing uh-huh. drunk guy. The only the only thing that would have made it funnier if his Boner Guy was imitating Doing an impression of, of drunk the guy. drunk guy. Yeah. yeah, do better next time. Yeah. <laughs> there is there is one way to make sure, I mean, that he doesn't play again, and that is to contribute to the fifty dollar tier. That's right. That is an option. <laughs> That's some funny shit. Here's what I don't get, and I'm sure you guys have covered it before. The people who are stupid but take no effort to fix or fuck. Fix or fuck, fix that's or what fuck. I always say. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, st- I, I don't know if he meant stupid people do, who just kind of like accept that they're dumb. I don't mind. I don't. If, if someone acknowledges that. No, no, no. It's not acknowledging the okay, dumb. It's gotcha. the people that are stupid, right? Like, they'll, say, argue about a movie yeah. theater nearby having an IMAX theater. Uh-huh. And then when they're wrong, forget about it two years later yeah, and yeah, have yeah, the yeah. same fucking conversation again. <laughs> uh, that's what I can't... No, it's when people do that, right? They'll they'll be wrong about something, yeah. they'll correct them, and then they'll just kind of be like, oh, I don't actually care. <laughs> you're dragging us all down. You know, it's actually your 
a comma with an apostrophe and an R-E. Like, ah, yeah, I just, I don't care. Okay, but do you understand that your messages make no sense because mm-hmm. you don't capitalize anything, you don't put in any punctuation, and you spell about a third of the words wrong? Nah. Yeah, I'm not texting you ever again. <laughs> Lads, it is HP again. Fucking, um, here's what I don't get for the second time today. So I've just found out that uh, our esteemed leader, Dan Andrews, that big id Dumbo-looking in glasses, motherfucking cunt, <laughs> is locking down Cuctoria again uh. because there was fucking, you know, two fucking cases of the Chinese flu pandemic plague virus that they caused in their fucking lab that Fauci now admits may be a possibility. Uh, I hate being a conspiracy theorist and being proven right sometimes. <laughs> See you, bye. I was going through my news for the news segment of the show. Yeah. And I, I got, I have, I have like actual news and then like the shitty funny news. Mm-hmm. When I go to the actual news, there was a, there was an article that was entitled like, if the, if the Wuhan lab theory is correct, here's what's going to happen. Nothing. I didn't read the article, but no. that was that was an article that was presented to me in my real news section. A, a completely speculative garbage piece of like fluff journalism. Well, sure, but like, can you imagine? You can't you can't say that would have would have been there three months ago? No. Well, they're going back and editing headlines and articles from a year ago when people were saying, you know, this thing came from a lab uh-huh. in Wuhan and. Then the Washington Post will say things like, this is a completely debunked thing. And then it's like, uh, now it's, Senator says, uh, virus came from lab in Wuhan, which is disputed by some scientists. Yeah. Like, you completely whitewashing the history of this to make it look like you weren't wrong, and you were wrong! That nobody can accept that they were wrong! Yep. Masks don't work, you were wrong! It came from a lab, you were wrong! And now we know specifically that this little fucking Al Fauci was not wrong. He was never wrong, Tim. He was lying. (laughs) There's a difference. When you're wrong, you're stupid and you should be fired. When you're lying, you are fucking ruining the world intentionally. Did you not watch the VeggieTales with the big lie? Go watch the Veggie Tales, Anthony Fauci. That's what you created. You lied. Lying in court is a crime. Yep. Lying in front of Congress is a crime. Take his ass to jail. Take his ass to federal pound you in the ass prison. <laughs> Seize his assets and just put him in a wood chipper. Just make him sit on the front lawn of his house as it burns to the ground and they take everything that he owns and just put it in one of those big industrial wood chippers uh-huh. that you can like drop a car into and have the bits. So it needs to come into two things, right? He needs to be looking at all this shit going in, but then he needs to come around to shoot and spray him in the face. So until he's just covered in a pile of his broken shit and his house is all burnt down and you push all the shit over and then you light that stuff on fire too. Fuck this guy. <laughs> Fucking lies for years. Highest paid federal employee of all of them. 
He's had his position for way longer than anyone else who's ever held the position. Mm -hmm. Fucking lies. Boldface lies every fucking day for the last year. Well, he was. I don't fucking care. He needs to pay. He needs to fucking pay for all the lives that he's ruined. All the murders that are on his hands. Everyone, every fucking person that ended their life in the last year yep. because you took away all fucking hope from them, you little fucking elf. Every one of those fucking murders is on your hands and you should be held accountable. Every job lost, every dollar stolen, you need to be held accountable, you fucking elf. Take him to fucking China and experiment on him with some of these fucking viruses that he wants to unleash upon us. Shove him in his ass until he's bleeding out his fucking eyeballs. Take him to Canberra Cave in Africa. Give him Ebola. Put cram as many fucking viruses into him as you can. AIDS, all of them. How do they fucking mix together, you little elf? How's that? How's that medicine? And then just abandon his ass. Just leave him on some fucking island somewhere to rot. And every fucking person that followed him, every fucking person that followed him should be ridiculed nonstop. Anybody in your family who said anything positive about Fauci in the last year should be ridiculed. <laughs> bar none. Anybody, anybody who said anything about, oh, I'm Dr. Fauci, he says a lot of good things. You need to make fun of them forever. You listen to Dr. Fauci, a proven liar, a guy who lied to you every day for a year, and you just ate it up like a dog. Like a dog, right? <laughs> you know how you can talk to a dog or a woman, and you can you can yell like I was just yelling, right? And the dog will go, I'm in trouble. Yeah. Or you can be like, you're a worthless piece of shit, Snoopy. Oh, you're such a, you're such a piece of shit. I'm going to fucking smother you. I'm going to tighten down your collar until you suffocate to death because I just fucking hate you, dog. And your dog's tail will be like yeah, going yeah. and going and going because he can't understand words, uh -huh. but he does understand tone. That's what you are. You couldn't understand the, the subtext. You just knew that he was an expert. An expert who was lying to you. Not just wrong. Wrong, I can forgive people being wrong. Yeah. Because a lot of people are stupid. Sure. But a person lying to you, that's a choice. Being wrong is not a choice. You know? You say it, you, you mispronounce a word. Yeah. You don't know the capital of uh, Manitoba. Mm -hmm. You're just wrong. You're dumb. You don't know things. <laughs> Now, if I say the capital of Manitoba, Manitoba is uh, Washington, D.C., yeah. that's a lie. I don't know what the capital of Manitoba is, but I knowingly said an answer that I didn't know. You're lying. If I said that I was 100 feet tall, that's a lie. That's a uh -huh. choice that I made. And choices are punishable. Can't punish people for thought crimes, like being stupid. Mm -hmm. Can't punish people for actual actions. Ah, I fucking hate that guy. Five minutes, man. Just give me five minutes with Fauci. Yep. Five minutes, I'll get everything you want to know. <laughs> everything. Everything you want to know about the the Chinese, China Wuhan flu. Everything. I'll get it right out of him. Like extracting adrenochrome from a baby. That's, that's, the, issue. that's the episode. That's all our voicemails. Thanks, everybody, for uh, supporting the show. Catch you guys next week if we're not canceled. <laughs>